Imagine a dimension slightly different from the one we're in. For me, it was Tuesday. History is the same, but it isn't. Welcome to the new 42. Hey everybody, this is Ken Masters, and you're listening to 42 Level 1. The new 42. Well, how can you do my son? Bra, bra, bra! Coming down for you. Damn it. Okay. Evening, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to yet another Salas Kennedy. This is episode 288. Here with me today, as always, the Twilight Princess of all games himself. <laughs> Hoop, that'll just be called Hoop from now on. Mr. Handy Orchard here as always. And uh, let's just start the show then. I'm very, very tired today. Mm-hmm. So we'll start with big screen, wee screen. This is the part of the show where we'll talk about all the TV and all the movies that we have watched. So Andy, what have you been watching? Uh, the only thing I really watched this week was uh, I watched Better Call Saul. I haven't seen it yet. I watched both. I watched both the episodes. Um, I'm not I, going to like any spoilers. I seen the flash forward. I seen the I'm collapsing and panicking at the hospital, giving his yep. insurance number and stuff. But I mean, that's all we seen. I was hoping for a bit more, and then like he ran away. Say obviously because he thought the taxi driver was like because he had an Albuquerque um, mm-hmm. still thing, and I don't think the guy was after him per se because the guy would have ran after him, but the taxi driver was looking at him like he recognised him, and he probably did because Saul's billboards used to be everywhere, as you know, and um, he was a big hotshot lawyer by the time, well, shyster lawyer, as you call them, by the time <laughs> Breaking Bad came on. So, yeah, when he had TV adverts and stuff. So Yeah, so it's kind of weird, though, because he doesn't appear to be an Albuquerque. This guy's taxi's obviously got an Albuquerque thing in it. Mm. So it might be linked to that, but I, I need some more from the flash forwards now. Like I need it to go in a wee bit more in depth or like an entire episode that's a flash forward. Mm, yeah. I know it's built it's building to something. There's gonna be a payoff, do you know what I mean, of some sort that ties it back mm. into breaking bad because as much as I like the episodes, it's kind of just going through the motions of them slowly becoming subtle and I enjoy that. But the flash forward's kind of what's more intriguing me. And we only tend to get what, one a season, maybe two, one at the end, I'm yeah, not sure. One or two usually. Mm. Yeah, what what I really want to see from it is like I, I really liked Saul as a, as a character. Um, like in, in Breaking Bad, like he's my favourite character in, in the show. And like I, I just want to see him like doing his dodgy lawyer and stuff. <laughs> Which he's not really he's not really done too much of that yet. He did a little bit of it it's getting like, there. here and there, but like I mean, just now he's like he's not a lawyer. <laughs> like so I don't know how they get him back to being a lawyer. Like so it'll be interesting to see that kinda how he how he gets back to that. And obviously like the the girl like Kim, like mm. she's not in Breaking Bad. She's not in Breaking Bad at all. So she either dies or something. So she needs to go away somewhere. Right, so I, I don't know how that's going to pan out. The, that shows um, mentioned in Breaking Bad when they first meet someone too. Like they put a gun to his head and he says he says it's not me. It was some Nacho, whatever his name, his full name is. Like mm. he thinks they're catching up with him. So him and Nacho, yep. is something bigger and shady than they've already done. 
But I like how they've brought in some of the some of the characters from Breaking Bad. Yeah. They were really interesting characters Gus. that are like yeah that, that deserved more screen time, like Gus and like Mike and uh, uh, like the twins Alex. are coming into it as far as I know. The, yeah, the twins are twins are in like this episode, the the one Ooh. I just watched today. So they, mm-hmm. they were in it, and they're very quiet. Like they don't say much, but they never ever said much. So, <laughs> so, they, so they're in amongst it now, and like obviously, like uh, seeing what happened to Hector and that as well is quite interesting. Oh yeah, yeah, because now I m- missed what you said there, mate. Sorry. No, sorry, Nacho's poisoned him. Where he poisoned him? Yep. Yeah. I don't know why he poisoned him with right enough, but like whatever it was done it <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah it's, it's a really good show like uh, it's it's very much a drama and, and and there's a lot less I would say action in it than Breaking Bad I mean, Breaking Bad didn't have that much action sort of things in it but it always had those like one thing an episode where some action-y thing would happen and like that doesn't happen quite so much in, in Better Call Saul so but yeah. it's still a really good show and it's really well written and everything so it's good, good show mm-hmm. worth watching mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't really watch anything else to be honest. Like Orange is New Black, I, well, oh, I watched like the second episode, I think of that, and that was much better than the first one. The first episode was like half garbage, half good, and the second episode was all good. So I don't know why they did that in the first episode. It was really strange. Yeah. But I imagine the rest of the season is just more of the same, really good, really good content. Cool. Um, right. So let's see. Yeah. What have I watched? Sorry, I was looking at my rotor there. How should give it so, good? Uh, okay, so I finished season. You still there? Yeah, you cut off there. I don't know. <laughs> you finished season what? <laughs> I finished season one. Mm-hmm. And then. I really think, see the second last episode when Ned Stark's head get cut off? That should have been the finale and just left it. Oh, is it not? I thought that happened in the last episode. That's yeah, it might have been a double parter on TV, but it, I don't think it was, actually. Like, Because no. the, the last episode's all about the wee girl running away and stuff, mm-hmm. um, and escaping, and like the wee... Um, uh, I can't even think his name. Dinklage, like, coming down to have to deal with Joffrey. Dinklage, the Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. The, the a, last episode, def... <laughs> It definitely felt like it definitely felt like that should have been this first episode of season two. Like, mm. I, I think cutting his head off that should have been a season finale. Like, <gasps> like the end. Mm. Like, so I watched some of season two as well, and it doesn't take place much after. And it's got like Jon Snow want to come down to England to help his brother Rob, who they're all calling the King of the North now. Is it mm. Rob? Yep. I think it's Rob. Yeah. yeah, it's Rob. Yeah, and like he's becoming King of the North, and they're saying like. Maybe Fuck England, not England, but you know what I mean. Like it's more or less like the Fuck north. The north. Fuck yeah, the but, north. but then um, the guy from the bank adverts found out about it and took them beyond the wall because they want to try and find Ned's brother, who was in the watch and disappeared. Okay, yeah, um, I can't remember his name, but I know the guy you mean. So they went to this guy's house who's got like thirty kids or something, but his kids are all kids of his kids, and he's like the dad of them all. It's weird. Yeah, that guy's a creepy bastard. Yeah, and like it's everybody's looking, and one girl has to be rescued by Jon Snow, and I think he's going to do stupid. I think that's where I left it because like Sam was Sam Sam Wise, as I keep calling him, because he just reminds me of Sam from Lord of the Rings. He's just so annoying. <laughs> it's like he um he wants to rescue her, and he's like, "Don't touch her, we do not touch her," and like so I think he's going to do some stupid, or Sam's going to do some stupid. One of the two. I'm not mm-hmm. really caring. I still don't care about the show enough, Andy. 
See the girl that wants to be rescued? Did you ever yeah. watch uh, Skins? Mm, bits of it, yeah. So the first season, in, anyway. She was in Skins. She played uh, Cassie in Skins. I don't remember the names. The I just remember Beast was in it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, see, all those people that went on to like, much bigger roles and stuff, it's pretty good. Mm. Well, it's a bit look at Karen Gillan from Doctor Who. She's done far better than yeah, man. Or like, yeah, uh, like Effie from Skins. Like she, she was in fucking Pirates of the Caribbean. The last yeah. one. It was terrible that movie. Um, it was better than the fourth one. That's not difficult. <laughs> no. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not as it's not grabbing me enough. Like it's almost like I think you told me about this. Something great happens at the end of the show, and then nothing happens for like four or five episodes. Then something mm. good happens at the end again, and then nothing happens for like four or five episodes because it's only like ten episodes a season. Eh? So it's like mm, yeah. two, two two episodes of oh my god, and then like six episodes of what's going on, and then two more episodes of oh my god again. I need to keep watching. So you've only really got four good episodes a season, the other six are just filler. That's yeah. what I think anyway. Because um, most of the stuff that happened in season one could have been wrapped up in a couple of episodes quite easily. Like, those stories did not have to go on for as long. Even the introductions of the characters, it's like, we get it. So, I don't know. I'm not I'm, I'm not rushing to watch anymore. Like, I gave it, I, yeah. I'm sorry, giving it season one's a fair whack. Like, that's longer than, as you know, I give most shows. Because I'll talk about another show that I started that I gave up after the first episode. Like, in my mind, in these days when I've got so much high-quality, varied TV that I can choose to watch, you, you have to make the first episode hook, line, and sinker. You have to reel your audience in. You can't just go, yeah, keep watching, it gets better. Like, that doesn't work these days, not for me. I know Game of Thrones worked for everybody else, but because there's that much that I want to watch and I haven't watched yet, it's like, if you're not going to get me episode one, don't don't bother. Like, I mean, um, Game, of, Game of Thrones is like, uh, what, maybe seven, eight years old now, Look, those yeah. early seasons. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, look back then, like, it might have gripped you then if you watched it back then. In, yeah, in but... The, in the zeitgeist, but, yeah, now not so much. Yeah, no, not so much. Now TV can't work like that. It has to be like it has to be at the start of the episode and at the end of the. Mm-hmm. I mean, not the season and the end of that's to work. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like now, nowadays, I need in an episode, and not just me. There's plenty of people because people's attention spans are shorter because people's time shorter. People are busier these days. Like that's just a general fact across the world. So if you can't hook me for an entire episode, I'm not going to watch your show. Like mm-hmm. there's plenty more that can. So um. Game of Thrones, yeah, I'm not saying I'm giving up on it, but what I'm saying is, yeah, I thought I would at least give it a fair shake, and I'm sorry, but watching an entire season of it, there's no more, oh, just watch season two, it gets better, says says people at my work, and I said, you said that after the first episode, keep watching mm-hmm. season one's brilliant. It's maybe just not for me. I'll at least give it maybe to halfway season two to see what it does. Do you know what I mean? So uh, I can't get much more fairer than that. It's like The Walking Dead. I've tried. I went back to try and visit that a few weeks ago that I never spoke about in the show, and it's like I have no interest in these characters or their lives anymore. I mean, Walking Dead's got really boring. Like I just watch it because, uh, like, I'm I'm like I'm this far in. Like, I just need to see it till it ends now. So yeah, um, on the back of that episode of something that people were going on about. Oh, if you don't like that, try this. This would be amazing. You really like this one. And one of my friends, one of our mutual friends, is in it. Um, uh, Outlander. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mr. Smee Smith stars in this in later seasons, I believe. Um, yeah. I watched I don't know the if he first. Stars in it, but like he is in it. He is in it. I, I watched the episode. Well, he stars in it. He's in it. He's a star. 
He's he's one of the cast. He's like I don't know if he's like one of the like main characters that like starring. In I didn't say main character. He starred <laughs> in the show. <laughs> no, but starring in like mm-hmm. starring would mean like he's a like a main cast member to me. Like, well, he is to me. He'd probably be better than half <laughs> he is the star. Like you watch the episodes and you're like, Smee's oh, the Outlander. God. He's the best. <laughs> Smee's the he's Outlander. The like, Although it looks more like the it look. It looks more like the English cast in this than the Scottish cast, which is weird. Yeah, like, just delete all the other characters and just have Smee monologuing for for the whole season. That would probably be better because this show's terrible. <laughs> um, it's a woman from World War Two gets pulled back to the Highland days. That's the only thing it's got. She goes on a holiday after the war, a honeymoon with her husband, hmm. and he's like a historian and she's like a botanist or something. And they go to like a fake Stonehenge. It's not a Stonehenge. It looks completely fake. And uh, I'm sure the first episode shot in Inverary, where I went for my um, first year anniversary. I'm sure it's in Inverary because it looks very much like the right. top of it. And it might well have been because it is filmed up up north. But like, um, that's it. That's all. That's the exciting bit. I was like, oh, time travel. Oh, that's good. And then it never gets. She's just, she's just in the Highland days, and it's like the English invading, having to fight off the English. So it's mm-hmm. like, right. Is it based on a book? Yeah, a romance novel. Is the book called Outlander as well? I believe so. Or if not, it will change its name to the TV show's name to sell some more copies with a new cover. Hmm. There's, a, there's a book that's got like a similar premise called uh, The Staircam Handshake. I don't know if you've ever right. heard of that. No. But like basically it's like it basically it's like modern in modern times they've managed to like make this portal that takes you back to like uh, Oh, there's no portal like... or anything. It was just you touched a stone. Right. I would like that. This one, like basically, like the modern com- some modern companies managed to like make this. It's kind of like a Stargate type portal, um, but it, like it lets you travel back in time to like it's like kind of medieval sort of times, um, and like there's like really like old oldy worldy shit going on, and uh, like people go back through and do research on the like th- I can't remember if it's like Neanderthal type people or like just a wee bit beyond that but it's so- somewhere in like between medieval and like Neanderthal type stuff um, and they go back and they do research and stuff and they start bringing back resources from the from the olden times like uh, I'm sure it's like trees and shit that they bring back and, like uh, they go back and like mine diamonds and things um, and then bring a lot of stuff back through um but it's it's actually a really really good book because like one of the like one of the girls the researchers that goes through ends up falling in love with one of the uh, one of these like people that doesn't speak any English, but she like falls in love with this guy and this guy ends up coming back through to like the modern world and like because he gets hurt or something and he ends up they take him to like hospital in the modern world and he's like mm-hmm. wakes up and he's like what the fuck is this like and he doesn't and like he ends up getting out and like it's kind of like that moment in like Captain America. Where like he goes out runs into, into the, Central Square. He runs into Central, Central Square. Uh, not Central Park. Uh, Times Time Square. Square. He runs out into Times Square. Square. Holy shit! Like look at all these cars and like all the billboards and stuff. But imagine that like if you had no technology whatsoever, like nothing to, <laughs> to like go into the like to that sort of thing. Like and and the kind of mind like the mind blowing shit that you would go through from that. Yeah, well, so, that sounds really more good, exciting really than this. Yeah. <laughs> This is just like going to be a love story because she meets the Scottish guy, don't even know his name or care, and she's the worst actress in the world, um, mm-hmm. even including Kirsten, uh, not Kirsten Dunst, her from Twilight, who I'm going to talk about in a minute. Kristen Stewart. Yeah, I'll talk about her in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's not in this, she's in the next thing I watched, but like, right. um, basically the bad guy in it, the English captain, is like a relative of present day. And like he's just a mean guy, and he tries to like rape her and stuff, and it's like 
like Scottish guy saves her and like before she came back in time that she was getting her palm read and oh your timeline splits into two there's going to be two marriages and blah blah and it's like I really don't care like I didn't want to watch this shit this is terrible so don't watch Outlander just did, watch the episodes uh, with me in it did Tasha like it? no no okay no so just in case you would fancy it is that why you ask if Tasha likes things we watch because you used to like the same shows um <laughs> So I uh, watched, did I talk about Jumanji? Last week I did, I watched Jumanji and uh, the new one as well. So we watched Zathra, which was oh. uh, set, set in the world of Jumanji. And while I was watching this, I looked up and it turns out Jumanji was a book in 1981. Okay. Right? And the sequel to that book, the direct sequel, was called Zathra. So that's how this happened. So there's no tie-ins to Jumanji in this movie, however, but it says on the cover from the world of Jumanji, so it's meant to be kind of set in the same world, but there's no characters, no characters mentioned, no crossovers, no nothing. Um, it's still kind of similar. It's not quite as epic. It almost feels like it was done on a cheaper budget, even though it's sci-fi. Mm. They don't leave the house in this one. Basically, the two kids play this board game, and instead of a jungle one, it's a space board game, and it takes them to space. And like when they look outside the house, the house is kind of floating in space, and each role is like takes them to like an alien invasion going to get bored of it. and then one rolls the astronaut and the astronaut comes and there's kind of a similar storyline where he's been playing it for 15 years but he wasn't stuck in the game for some reason okay. i didn't really understand it you know like alan was stuck in the game yeah. he played the game 15 years ago and there was a you had to make one wish right and he fell out with his brother during it and he wished his brother hadn't been born and he'd oh, been fuck. searching for his brother ever since um and he told the kid the older brother not to make the same wish and he didn't he, the brother made the wish to get a football signed by the guy like so they won the game <laughs> But their sister was her from Twilight, and at one point ah, she gets okay. frozen. And I went, "Oh, she's doing some of her best work," <laughs> <laughs> because it says your crew go into cryo sleep because hmm. the big sister doesn't know what's happened at first. She's just hmm. in her bed, and the two young brothers are trying to tell her there's a robot downstairs and it's going crazy and trying to kill us all. And she goes, "Oh, beat it!" She goes for a shower, and then like the kids push another roll of the game, and it says um, your crewmates go into cryo sleep, and it freezes her. So. She falls down the stairs at one point, and in my mind, she should have shattered to pieces, but she didn't. So, like, I don't know. It's not as good as Jumanji or the new one, but definitely, if you've got kids and they want to watch it, like, it's in the similar vein as Jumanji. I did think it was kind of cool, though, reading up in the book. However, because at the end of Jumanji, the book, instead of throwing the game away, uh, the kids found another game called Zathra, and they went up to play that. So then Zathra, the novel, takes place, like, with the same kids from Jumanji. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so I mean, it was, it's fifty pence at work if anybody fancies fifty pence at your local secondhand shop. I'm not going to advertise, but um, yeah, decent, really good. Um, for a kids' movie, I would say Jack Shepard. You know the guy look kind of looks like him in Scrubs, but not. He's a comedian. He's in a lot. Or Dax Shepard, sorry. Right. Okay. Yeah. He's the guy that plays the astronaut in it. Right. Okay. So, but he's kind of—he's not comedy relief for a change. He is funny at bits because that's who he is. But like the younger sister fancies him, and it's kind of weird because the younger sister's maybe fifteen, sixteen, and this astronaut's definitely in his thirties. You know, it's <laughs> such a weird thing. But yeah, um, definitely stick with Jumanji. And if your kids want, more, this is set in the same universe. There's just no crossover or tie-ins. I thought there'd be at least a mention or something. Nothing. Um, but that's basically it. And then the kids get back home and the brothers like each other now and they promise to be good brothers and stuff, so happy endings all around. Um, <laughs> what else did I watch? Watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but none of the new episodes. Watching past episodes. Uh, Outlander I watched, that was it. 
Um, didn't watch really anything else. I planned on watching The Hobbit again this week, but I mean, it's a it's a dedication to sit down to, especially when you've got a kid. So, like, <laughs> even the non-extended versions at nearly two and a half hours. So. <laughs> Yeah. Do you know, I need to watch the extended versions. I've never seen the extended versions. I've got them all downloaded, and I went and watched them. And it's three and a half hours, and it's like I don't have three and a half hours when Slicks is in bed between getting dinner and having a rest myself. So I will watch them though, um, just not this week. So yeah, nothing quite as exciting as last week with the new Jumanji, which I really enjoyed. Uh, probably wouldn't watch Zathra again until like, he's at the same age. I did, however, pick up the Jumanji board game, Andy. I th- I'm sure I shared that with you. Um, you did, yeah, you showed me a picture. Amazon had a sale and it was like 15 quid instead of 30 and I thought it would be cool to hide that in a cupboard when she's older with my phone next to it with the drums and get Tasha to ring it after she's seen the film and then play Jumanji. Cool. So it looks a pretty fun board game. Me and Tasha are going to be playing next week as well. So I'll let you know how that goes. I think it's kind of similar. It's kind of a, like a Snakes and Ladders style game, but you don't obviously get sucked into this one. But I'd love a replica version that actually had like a computerised bit in the middle that the words moved and they could easily magnetise the pieces. Just saying. It would sell for mm. about £100 easily, though. Yeah. If they made one. But yeah, uh, that's that's basically all I watched. I watched, watched quite a bit of YouTube, actually. I like watching YouTube. I watched... Uh, the, um, what's that one that I was talking to you about the show I want to give him a plug he's good Rock Metal Jesus is it or... oh Metal Jesus Rocks Metal Jesus Rocks he's really good man I like that and yeah man I, I watch his videos all the time like uh, I, I think he he just seems like a real kind of genuine, genuine guy, guy. yep like, that's why I like him he's not trying to like guy. he's not trying to sell you anything he's not trying to bullshit you it's funny because like like sometimes he will like he'll buy something and he doesn't really know what it is. And he's like, I got this thing. Like, what is it? <laughs> and like someone will go, Oh, that's this. Um, but like I like the other people that he gets on his channel because he's got like a bunch of like a bunch of people like on his crew that he gets to come and like do videos with him. And there's like there's like a black guy called Reggie who's like totally into PlayStation. And he's like yeah. a really fun weird guy. And uh, he's got uh, there's a girl Kelsey who. <laughs> owns uh two stores in seattle called pink gorilla and like yeah. she's like really into like nintendo handheld stuff but like yeah. she does another podcast with her uh boyfriend that co-owns the stores with her and um, it's called game blitz and really? it's, like, it's, a, it's a they don't do it like very regularly and it's just an audio one but like it's it's a really good podcast well worth listening to if you feel like that like mel jesus has been on it like a couple of times as well yeah, I watched, um, I've had a bit of a Metroid week, so I was watching the Complete History of Metroid, you know, some of those videos, and yeah. um, I really enjoy them, and then the history of, I can't remember, something else, I don't, I don't know, I just wasted a couple hours on YouTube watching them, I don't know why, even I can't think of anything mm. to watch, I just YouTube something and see if there's a video for it and watch that, and usually there <laughs> is, like, I want to watch a documentary on the Wolfenstein series yep there's one for an hour I watched that and they're usually pretty well put together do you know what I mean sometimes some of them are official ones you know off the DVDs that came free with the special edition games so I really enjoy them and like Sonic retrospectives and stuff like that I just I love watching them sometimes it's the same information said a different way but they're just really enjoyable to me have you watched any of the ones uh, that Daniel Dwyer does uh, no clip don't like him don't like Daniel Dwyer? How can you not like oh, Daniel Dwyer? We've had this discussion years ago oh, as well. You're just, you're just wrong. Daniel Dwyer's like, he's, he's cool as fuck. The, I like um, uh, classic game room reviews. They're good. I don't know them. But yeah, like, I mean, I'll, I'll usually like, go on YouTube and like, I'll watch like, because uh, I have like, maybe three or four channels that like, I'm subscribed mm. to. 
because mm. I, I I'd done away with like a lot of my subscriptions on YouTube, and I only have like three or four. So like I'll go and I'll watch one of the videos, like new videos from them, because they put up like yeah. new videos every week, like kind of funny or like uh, Colin Blast Dan, which is the guy that used to be kind of funny. Um, but then obviously you get the suggestion ones down the side, and it's always like Metal Jesus rocks or like she says and stuff like that because I've watched them before. Um, and I'm like, oh, there's a new thing, and I'll, I'll go and watch that from there. Yeah. But yeah, there's there's like so much like good quality like content on YouTube. It's all fucking free, and like most of it is better than like the documentaries that are more interesting to me at least than all the documentary stuff that you would watch on Netflix or Amazon. Oh yeah, I remember the other one now because I was talking to you about a guy from uh, Australia with the world's largest video game collection from last year. Yep. It was like an hour long thing, and his garage or basement or whatever it is, it's insane. It looks like an old blockbuster mm. store. There's that many shelves, and it does, yeah. he's he's, he's got like crazy shit, man. Yeah, he's got complete collections of not only like uh, just the uh, uh, European ones, but he's got like complete European, American, and Japanese of some some mm-hmm. uh, consoles, and it's <laughs> nuts, man. Uh, he says it's still not all finished cataloging. He got the world's largest game collection before it was finished, and he's going to be in this year's as well. And he says by the time it is finished, he doesn't think many folk will overtake him. He also said nope. that he wasn't rich. He's just not spent his money on anything else over the years. That's just mm-hmm. what he spent his money on. And when you think on it, Andy, if you spent most of your 20s instead of going out and drinking and just buying games, you could have accumulated a collection like that. Oh, for sure, yeah. And, like, obviously, if you never, if you never ever sold it, like, to buy other things. Or traded like, in, yeah. Because, I mean, I, I remember, like, I remember selling games and shit to, like, fun yep. nights going out to the pub and stuff like that oh, yeah. so many times. Like, I'm like oh, yeah. oh, I've not I've not played these, like, three Final Fantasy games in, like, two years. So I'll just sell yep. them. I can get 50 quid and go for a night out. Like, <laughs> yep, like, I've done that similar. Yeah. Similar from your 20s to maybe about 27, about that age. You're still doing it up to about 30, realistically. So, for 10 years of your life... I mean, at one point, I only had one console. It was the Wii, and I know you did as well, but that was just through because games were so cheap for it. Like, if I did want to play a game when I was off and hungover, I would just go out and buy a game for a pound or two pounds because those yeah. games have been cheap for years. So I didn't really mind. And, like, then obviously I got my PS3, and then obviously I got... The, I'm talking about 2005, so maybe maybe I'm talking shit, but, like, hey, I just remember trading a lot of stuff just for nights out, just be like, oh, I'm never going to yep. play that, or I can do it. I've got some downloaded games. I'll just play them instead, and I'll mm. buy that back. So if you'd kept them all and not went nights out, never smoked in your life, never really drank, do you know what I mean? Like, you could have easily accumulated that. Not only that, but you could probably have afforded the house that he's in. <laughs> like, but, uh, probably, yeah. I don't yeah, know, but I don't think I would have had as much fun. No. Like, no, definitely. That's, a good, that's a good thing back then. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like he he even had the. He says that the, the, there was talk that there was potentially eight, but there's only five copies of it confirmed and two are unboxed, and that's for Tetris for the Sega that never officially got released. Yeah, I, I didn't even know that came out for the for the Mega Drive or Genesis. Mega, it didn't though. It, it was just yeah. a game that like it was planned on. These were like I think obviously pre-release copies that were given about before it went to print, and then obviously Nintendo bought Tetris or there was a lawsuit or something because the guy that owned Tetris sold it to Nintendo for it. I can't remember what happened, but basically he's got one of these box copies. That's insane. That must be like probably as rare as remember that NBA. It's rarer. Like, he's yeah. got one of he's got one of those NBA games. Yeah. This is rarer than the NBA. Twenty or thirty of them, but I mean, this game there's five of them worldwide confirmed. Mm. Five. Yeah, but anyway, uh, that's all I watched. But yeah, YouTube's a good source for stuff. So uh, let's move on to level part of the show where we talk about all the games we've played for the week, but most importantly, the video game news. So Andy, what's been happening in the video game news? So there was some drama this week. Drama, 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 drama. drama. 
the game came out uh, last week called uh, Dead Cells. Which is not, is this not the, the Switch drama? Uh, well, I mean, it was on. It did come out on Switch because there was complaints um, about it on Switch. Oh, the IGN stuff, right? Yeah, the IGN stuff. Uh, like basically, <laughs> basically, I mean, this game came out on uh, on Switch, and I'm sure it's Steam and like PS4 and all that. So, yeah, came out on everything basically, and it got really good reviews all, all across the board, pretty much. And uh, IGN reviewed it and gave it like a nine point seven, which which is is fine, and like that was kind of consistent ish with like whatever else was given it, like uh, eights and nines, pretty much everywhere. Um, it looks really good actually like uh, I, I was kind of tempted to, to buy it but I've got so many of these like 2D platformer type games to play already that I, I don't need another, another one right now although this game did come out physical so it is like on Switch so it is one of them ones that I, I need to buy it at, one, at some point so I, I will pick it up but um, but basically like IGN review went up and like and it was fine until people noticed um, that it was very, very similar to another review. Specifically, the video component of the review was very similar to another review that had gone up on YouTube from an, another guy like a week earlier. So, like, people started really like digging into it, and like the guy that uh, made the made the original video like did a side by side comparison between his video and IGN's video, and it was like almost word for word. <laughs> like the guy just basically fucking plagiarized his review completely, and like okay, you could get like some things would would have similarities like how they're describing the game and stuff like that but when the guy's given his opinion like the uh, the guy from IGN like basically gave the exact same opinion worded in pretty much the exact same way you're like hmm okay so uh, basically IGN ended up like took down the review and said they're re-reviewing it this week I don't know if the review's actually gone back up yet but they uh, and then they fired the guy that did the uh, did the review because he stole it, <laughs> essentially. Now, this guy put up a, his own video, like, a kind of, like, a, a comeback to it. And he's like, oh, like, like this has happened and, and blah, 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 etc., etc. And he's like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry to the people at IGN and all this. But he never, ever came out and said, like, oh, I did steal the review or no, I didn't do the review in his video. So, like, okay. Like, I think I would have more respect for that if he came out and said, Look, my like I wrote my review and it wasn't very good. I happened to have seen this review and it was great, so I just like wrote down wrote it down that way. See, I thought IGN copied <laughs> so, him. It wasn't IGN though. Like it, this is like the, the guy who wrote the review. Like they copied the guy. Like so, yeah. obviously, like, IGN's got like their team of writers, and this guy was one of the team of, of writers for this. Yeah, review. and he copied the independent reviewer guy. Yeah. Yep, yeah, and he copied the independent reviewer essentially and got found out about it. But I mean, the guy only had like maybe like 10,000 subscribers to his YouTube channel originally, and then, uh, which is still a reasonable, reasonably good yeah. amount. Um, but then obviously, like, they, it got found out about, and uh, IGM went, oh shit. Uh, but the good thing is, though, that the guy uh, who did the original review, I can't remember his name. I'll find out his, his YouTube channel in a second. Um, but yeah, basically he he had ten thousand, uh, yeah. he had ten thousand subscribers, and now he's up to like over sixty thousand. So I think that's that's a good result for him. It's because, a payoff, yeah. Yeah, because I mean, at the end of the day, like he's the one that wrote that's the funny. review. He deserves to get the recognition from it. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like, because people people obviously liked the review. Like, it was a good, it was a good review. Like, and it was well written and well thought out and everything. But it was just yeah, written by I, this fucking YouTube guy. <laughs> yeah, the YouTube guy wrote it, but then the IGN guy played changed some of the yep. words. Yep. But the main the main selling points, like the sort of taglines, were all copied from that guy. Mm-hmm. Like and every like, did you see the side by side? 
like the side by side. Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, IGN's just true. ripped him off. Like, totally like regardless of whether that was IGN or writer, that guy works for IGN. So as far as I'm concerned, that's IGN. I, I mean, I gave up on IGN more or less when we started this show because we were in computer and video games, which were a lot better, and they got absorbed yeah. by Games Master and Games Radar. Was it? Uh, yeah. Games Radar absorbed so. them, I'm sure. Because <laughs> hmm. Matt used to write for Games Radar, remember? He did, yeah. No, I don't think Games Radar has anything to do with like IGN. No, no, no. I, the reason I stopped was because computer and video games was a lot more accurate and a lot a lot less paid reviews because when we first started this show, and even still just now, even though they hide it better, they don't do as many like pay-for-good reviews as far as I know, but I just refuse to use IGN now. I don't like the way IGN's content set up, and I mean, even like like I, I tend to use GameSpot. Well, advert, like, advert, even, advert, advert. Yeah, but I mean, even like GameSpot, like when you look at GameSpot's like homepage, right? It's like okay, there you'll get like three articles and then an advert, and then like three articles and then an advert, and the adverts are just like embedded like an article, which that really bugs me. And like the other thing that that really bugs me about GameSpot is that there's so much like TV content in there. Like I got mm-hmm. I got GameSpot to look at game stuff. I don't go to look at culture stuff. Exactly. Like, I only go to look at game things and any TV thing, I do not read it at all on GameSpot, ever. Like, if I want to go and look at something about a TV show or, like, a movie or that, I'll look elsewhere about it. I use Den of Geek for that. Yeah, like, Den of Geek or, like, like comic book movie and stuff like that, I'll go to yeah. for looking for, if I'm interested in reading something about, like, comic uh, book resources or a movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, like, GameSpot. I only want to see games. Like uh, I, I've been using Eurogamer a lot more recently, for, like, looking for like game news and stuff. Um, because they are the way that they write their stories is so much better, and there's so much and there's less adverts. Bullshit. Yeah. In it, yeah, and they the, don't need the GX, stuff, obviously. Anyways, yeah, the only stuff that they really like pushing adver- adverts is like the uh, they they've got their own company called Jelly Deals, which is like you yeah. know caught UK deals and like poster bargain and stuff like that. That's their own website. And it's always like very clear that that this is like this is a Jelly Deals article because it says yeah. like and basically in the headline like Jelly Deals and then this is the article and usually it's like pointing you to some like uh, discount or um, the other ones that they do is like the Digital Foundry stuff which some of it I find interesting some of it like is is beyond what I, I need to know about a game <laughs> like here's how like such such game runs at one frame a second less on the PS4 compared to the Xbox One I'm like I don't care about that like I don't care about like like going into the minutiae of it that much but it's still it's, there are people that do like that sort of stuff There's a good see the days of, the days of that are gone like, see back when we first game gamers during the SNES and I know we were gaming before the SNES and Mega Drive but that was our like youngest like when we started realising what it was before we were like really young just loving the bright colour realistically mm-hmm. right so back then you would get a Mega Drive game that the version of it on the Mega Drive was completely different from the SNES or vice versa, yeah. you know what I mean? So that then it counted what version, do you know what I mean? But now it's the same fucking game, it's just optimised for one console over the other, that's it. If, if, in regards to Xbox One and PS4, definitely. Like, Switch is a bit different. Like, Switch, Switch is, is very different. Because <coughs> the Switch versions of games tend to be like significantly inferior for the most part to uh, the, the, home con- the other home console ports. Yeah, but see, for sometimes like Skyrim and Doom, I'm more impressed with it on Switch, regardless of what it looks like, because I can play it in the toilet. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, I can play true. this outside my house. Like don't don't start with the Vita, but do you know what I mean? Like I can walk about, and play Skyrim. I could like take it on the bus and play Skyrim, but I can't do that on the PlayStation, and it doesn't look terrible. It looks better than PS3 graphics, so I'm kind of a lot more impressive. Like NBA 2K19, I probably would have went, yeah, 
fair enough. I would expect my Xbox One X to run that. But mm. when the Switch came out and it ran last year's, like with all the content, I was like, holy shit. Yep. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm actually appreciating games more in the Switch for that reason, which is weird. Like, because yeah, even though it is a graphical step down, like, I'd have probably never went back and finished the Doom storyline, even though I've still not finished. Damn it. Uh, I'd have probably not finished it on the PlayStation and Xbox and just use it for multiplayer. But because of how it's actually running on the Switch, I'm like, yeah, downgrading graphics, but I'm impressed. <laughs> Yeah, um, but yeah, with regards to the the Dead Cells thing, I'm glad IGN took the re- the review down and like they've obviously they've taken steps against the uh, the, the guy, <laughs> the reviewer, and uh, he's not going to review games for them. Sack him, just good. Yeah, well, that's what they did. Yeah, they just they just patched them. I mean, I would assume it's probably in his contract where it says that you must declare any sources that you used for yeah. writing your review. No plagiarism. Probably, well, I mean, not even no, not even no plagiarism. Like he would have to just quote sources. It. Yeah, like his entire review was just stolen. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, if he said like, "Oh, I used this as my source for the review," and yeah. like my review was highly influenced by this, but I mean, yeah. a really good reviewer would would like even if, even if he didn't plagiarize it, right? Which I'm pretty sure he did. But even if he didn't plagiarize it, then uh, then he would he would probably realize that his review had been heavily influenced by watching this guy's review. Yeah, like. Because he clearly watched that video. Like, there's no fucking way that he, he didn't he, watch that he video. He wrote it out word for word. I wouldn't be surprised yeah, if he just turned on the YouTube subtitles and used what they said because they're always different. They probably just they probably just looked at yeah. They probably just looked at like his internet history and went. They went. Oh, so you've watched this review fourteen times. Yep. Okay. Could you talk to me about that, please? And he's like, oh, I just copied it. I'm like, okay. Yeah. You're fired. Get, fuck off. Get out of yeah. <laughs> get out of the office. <laughs> get your stuff and fuck off. But yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, it looks like a good game though, Dead Cells, and I, I think not on this... Switch. Don't buy on Switch because they have announced that there's issues, and they didn't have as big right. a team, but they've announced that fix the issues. But it won't be till the end of August before they start, so it'll be September before the first patch comes. Right. They're facing the same issues as NBA Playgrounds did, where the patches they obviously have to be approved by Nintendo every mm-hmm. patch as well, so they have to quality test it and they have to come out with the patch first to fix it. Then they have to quality test the patch themselves, but then they have to give it to a separate Nintendo team, which holds it up even more. And then Nintendo can go, nope, we don't like that bit. That's what happened with Playgrounds. Remember, they had to re the entire game. Yeah, that's interesting, man. Like, uh, it did take a long time to get that patch out for Playgrounds as well. They didn't even patch it. They just re-released it. They re-released yeah. it as Playgrounds Gold or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, 9.5 IGN gave uh, Dead Cells on the re-review. Which was written by obviously a new reviewer, so good publicity for the game as well to be mentioned. Oh, definitely. I mean, like the the because this has been talked about so much, it's like blown up hugely, like like on in online discussion and stuff. So whoever made that was probably sitting going, "Yes, game's top." Yeah, like uh, they're, they're probably disappointed that like somebody stole that review, but the, <laughs> at the same fact, time, free but yeah, I mean, think how many games like this come out and get really good reviews, but they just don't like pick up the sales because the, how like, many times Gen IGN writers. How many times do you think other writers have plagiarised smaller folks' reviews and it's never been picked up on because the writers maybe not watched the review or, um, you know, like, the writer's that small that nobody... Like, what about a guy with, like, 100 subscribers? Do you know what I mean? Like, what if no one listened to him? Well, I mean, think about it. Like, like we, we review games, like, on the show all the time. Like, yeah. somebody could easily, like, have listened to our podcast and go, oh, that's a really good point. I'm just going to write that down. Remember when somebody tried to rip off <laughs> Stalin Star- City Radio and they actually... At, the, uh-huh, at yeah. their first episode, said not to be confused with, and then the show was basically exactly the same. Hmm. It was terrible, though. 
<laughs> but yeah, like I mean, I mean that's kind of that's kind of a wee bit different. Like that's more them just going like, oh, that's a good idea. Like I think I could do it better, or like I want to do that same thing. I'll try it, and that show might still be going. It's not. They done one episode. They <laughs> done one episode. Okay. <laughs> Plus, we review. We we had some good interviews in that show. I used to be good at getting interviews. Back who, was in the the guy, day. who was the guy getting with? Mike Grell, who done, um, oh, what was it called? Green Arrow, was it Quiver? No, that was Kevin Smith. Uh, it was Green Arrow, it was like, it was, was it Origin the, Story or something like that, was it not? Yeah, it was the comic that Arrow, the TV show, was based on. Yeah, yeah. Long actual summer. Yeah, it was a good one, yeah. Remember the guy yeah. we were going to interview for this show that said that he took his time getting to the phone so he did not rush? <laughs> the guy that wrote the Watchdogs novel, fuck that guy. <laughs> it's like I was just at my my peak of forty two excitedness, and I don't really know who you are anyway. So get the fuck back to writing <laughs> shape books. Shape books about fucking. Imagine writing a Watchdogs book. Like yeah, that's not even writing a book. You basically get the story told to you, and you get basically put his name to it. Pretty much. Pad this story out. <laughs> that's what you probably told. <laughs> Like, yeah, add, I add, even, a side, add a side story. Like, okay. <laughs> can't even remember his name. I mean, most of no, the folk we put on for interview really decent. Hmm. Remember there was a guy that we interviewed way back when, um, and he was like trying to make, launch his own game console or something like that? Do you remember what? that guy? Do you remember there was a guy who was trying to make his own game console? Like, this is way back near the beginning. And, like, was it Peter... Peter Peter. Not, no, not Peter Gajester. No, not him. He was brilliant. He, did, uh, he was our Majestic, first interview. Majestic 12, I think it was. Mm-hmm. That game was yeah. great. That game was good, yeah. He ended up working on StarCraft DLC. Mm. Colibri Kingdom, I think that, that was like my favourite game out of somebody that we've interviewed. Fucking loved that game. So good. Yeah. I, I would love to play that on Switch. Yeah, we did, yeah. We, we definitely uh, interviewed Ma- Max Temkin from Cards Against Humanity, didn't we? Because I was talking yeah. to somebody the other day. Or oh, the new guy at work, he's like, I love Cards Against Humanity. And I'm like, I'm sure I've spoke to the guy that made that game. Yeah, we did, yeah. Like, back bef- just before it came, got really, really big. Yeah. He was, he was funny as well. He, he was great. Games. He's yeah, like, at the end. About the cards. Like, just talk about games. Like, okay. Yeah, he said, Let, let's talk. What have you been playing in the Wii U? What would you reckon? Hmm. To wrap up the show, but cool. Yeah, he was a nice guy. Uh, but yeah, uh, the IGN thing, like yeah, uh, fuck that guy that plagiarised that uh, the Boomstack Gaming uh, review, and it's good that IGN like took steps. I was about to say we don't do interviews anymore, but we do. We just interviewed from Zeno, uh, making Zeno crisis. Yeah, we did that, and uh, like you tried to get the Tanglewood guy on and stuff. So he's going to come on. Yeah. yeah, there'll be more interviews. Like. Mm. At some point in the line. Um, okay, rumor news now for the Switch. Uh, looks like there might be a Nintendo Switch Mini coming. Like, where did That's... you get this from? Like, I didn't, I didn't see where you got this from. Oh, I cannot remember. It was a site, and I, it was what I think it was the one I took screenshots because sometimes yeah. I'm on the go if I'm going to. T- mm. <laughs> There's no point in lying about it now. Yeah, I look at my games and using the way up. To- toilet but like uh, I just took screenshots to send it to you and basically it was I think it's a rumour more it was a, an analyst said that we'll be seeing one soon but this is kind of a obvious thing that's going to happen we've predicted it before but there was actually I don't know if it's mock-ups that I took a screenshot of and it's like yeah um, yeah 
a version and the analyst predicted that the it will have the controls built in, it'll be handheld only, no dock then and it'll sell for under two hundred dollars, which makes sense. But it'll also be compatible with because everyone's like, Oh, how will it work? It's gonna be compatible with Joy Coins, they just don't come with it. So you're basically buying the screen with the controls built in, like an actual handheld version. Yeah, it's gonna to have to have a, a stand though as well. Yeah, so yeah it'll, it'll have a kickstand, yeah. And yeah. it says it's compatible with the dock. Okay. Which would make sense if they like. This is kind of obvious. This isn't like this isn't a genius analyst by any means. But looking at Nintendo trends, a Nintendo Mini makes complete sense, or a, a Switch Lite or something. Judging by the mock-up, the mock-up wouldn't fit in dock. So that's the only issue they'd have to contend with if they need to make it fit into the dock because the yeah. D-pad and the, but, the right analog see, stick would fill the dock. One of the other things I was reading on the rumors pages was that they're re-releasing a redesigned dock, which would make sense again because I believe that the dock is half the problem of them overheating. Um, oh yeah, for sure. They need to either take one of the sides off of it, or, or put a fan in, or make it lower. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Or make it like yep. one of the third-party ones where it can just stand on. Yeah, I mean to be fair, like I don't use the dock very much. I don't at all. But like, now I wouldn't use it until I can upload saves, like next month once I get my Nintendo online i'm not using it in case something happens to it and i can't recover yeah. my saves for like zelda over 100 hours there's no way i'm yeah. putting that ever back into zelda so i need to be able to upload them then i'll start using my dock again and i'll take but i shouldn't be thinking i'm taking a risk with my console by using it on a fucking accessory that came with it do you know what i mean but yeah that's, I mean, it's not that's, an accessory like that's part of the fucking sell point yeah, of the console. that's that's, like, that's the way i'm that's the way i'm seeing it now though it is a risk because the amount that i've seen at mm. my work now like there's been two or three and i'm sure you said you'd one where the, yeah, seen one the, as well, yeah. the guy that i had had never took it out the dock and mm-hmm. literally it came in he had it still in the dock and when i took it out i said this thing's bent yep like but so obviously see if he's been playing games like xenoblade 2 mm. uh, what else makes a fan go doom stuff like that and doom, he played yeah. all these games like he used it as his main console every day you would it would happen because there's already cracks in consoles mine had it and he's got it and it's like it's design flaws and it's outside the year warranty now so a redesign would make sense like for the dock at least yeah, definitely. I, I think the Switch many things a sensible move as well, just to close out the 3DS to get rid of that. And Nintendo yeah. always does this with their consoles anyway. Like, I mean, look how much even the like even the original DS, DS, DS Lite. like the DS and then DS Lite and then DSi, like those are all yep. in the same fucking family of consoles. Those were those Sometimes were all the within the first, games. The first few years they were out, so I can yeah. imagine. See, this this handheld will come out. This is my prediction. Never mind an analyst, Andy. See, next year for the Pokemon games coming out, hmm. that's when they'll release this. They've gave the uh, standard Switch almost three years. Yep. Yeah. Three years, more than enough to give it a light version. Maybe even before the Pokemon games come out at the end of next year. Yeah, I could I could definitely see that happen. The, uh, I mean, it wouldn't work with the current Pokemon game because of the way the major selling point for it is like fucking using it, using, using the Joy-Cons like to throw the Pokeball. But it would like, it because it's compatible with them. No, no, it's compatible for that, but like it wouldn't make sense to like bundle it with it or anything like that. No, no, not like, at all. But next yeah. year's next year yeah for sure I mean like especially I like the idea of the colour mock-ups and stuff like that as well I still yeah. think they've they've not been good enough with the colours for the uh, for the Joy-Cons at all like no. uh, they should have more colours out by now 100%. a lot more but Nintendo have got this clever thing and I use the same words used since the Switch came out please let me give you your money Nintendo and they're very good at making you want to give them money because they yeah. know they, they're very good with the timings they know how to build up anticipation they know how to like get you to the point of exploding and I then pull pink, it. I just want pink Joy Cons. Two pink Joy Cons, please. Yeah. That's what I need. <laughs> yeah, but do you know what I mean? Nintendo are very clever. Yeah. 
when stuff should launch. They know when to hold stuff back. They know when to release stuff. So next year, standard Switch sales will slow. If they're not slowing already, I'd be very surprised because there's a lot out there. So I release a light. I don't think they'll slow until like See, to be honest, next year. Cause mate, look at this I, year. If, like, if my... Smash, um, Smash kills it. Like, no, I, I get that, right? But there's going to be slower than initial launch. They have to be because your initial launch windows, obviously, and that was last year. Don't get me wrong, I'm not thinking this slowed like significantly, but they'll be selling a wee bit less. So by next year, it'll be less again. It's still it's standard. Nothing, nothing really ever rises like to the point of where it was launch day sales. No, no, PS4s done better like than launch. Well, anyway, well launch usually got better. Y- usually, right? So like, I will definitely buy a Switch Mini like a standalone next year. And I'll have my, my if I, if my online service allows me to be signed in in two consoles. Yeah, I will get a Switch Mini for on the go, and I'll leave my other Switch in the dock, and that's how I'll yeah. play it. Yeah. Um, so they, I saw, they need to allow that. <laughs> yeah, uh, Nintendo's other news this week is that they're really clamping down against uh, ROM sharing sites. Boo to them! So, so like, quite... Cool ROMs is gone. Emu Parrot mm-hmm. gone. Uh, they're the two big ones that are. And it's not just Nintendo, they're just gone. Yeah. I don't think the site's down yet, but there's a message up in both of them. Yeah. Nintendo's basically hit them with like a cease and desist and went, uh, yeah, so if you don't, if you don't take this down right now, we're going to sue you. And like, the threat of that is obviously enough to make most people go, shit. Shit. Like, (laughs) we we could end up owing them millions, like, uh, we'll stop doing this right now so that we don't end up like, having to pay out like, because when these sites are mostly like, they're not like fan projects but it's not like they're there is paid services like, where you can yeah. download like six games at once instead of just one at a time yep but it's but not like these are it's not like these are like real major businesses like, big no. businesses or anything like that they're probably run by like somebody just as a hobby or like somebody doing that I mean there might be some people that do it like that's their job they run that site and that's it but the uh but yeah like the fact that they're doing it kind of grey market-ish uh, and yeah. Nintendo's now looking to try to monetize these games like using the online service and stuff like that. Nintendo's like hitting these people hard at this point to get rid of that option. Yeah. It's so, so that like when they go, <clears throat> Oh, here's like here's Virtual Super Mario Bros. three and it's it's four pound. Like people don't go, Oh, but I could just I could just go and download it for free from like one of these ROM sites. Yeah, that's you why they're do doing it. Anymore. Don't get me wrong, they will be available. Like uh on torrent sites and stuff like that. But, but I mean, yeah, for awesome. easiness to use, you download you you download ROMs like Cool ROMs and Emu Paradise with the first two, always. And it's a shame. And I think some part of it will still carry on. Like I'm okay with like the fan games. Do you know what I mean? Like Sonic Three mm. Complete and Sonic Classic Heroes that I bought. Obviously, me paying for them is a bit different. That's a grey area again. Do you know what I mean? Because I'm paying them money for them hacking a ROM basically. But I suppose it is still their work. Sega are okay with I mean, it. Nintendo yeah, the, closed down all fan projects. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but Sega are okay. They hired yeah. one of the, they hired one of the main ROM hackers to make Sonic Mania. Yeah, I mean the thing with like the Sega ones and like specifically all the Sonic ones and shit is that most of those are available on Steam. Every like, platform as well. It's a legitimate way to go and like download those games because they are like as you go into Steam and you go in like to say Sonic Two, and then you can look at like the Steam. I forget what they call it, but like the mods section basically yep. and it has like this huge list of different mods that you can put on it and it's got all that sort of stuff like Sonic 3 Complete and like Sonic Heroes Classic and all that sort of yep. stuff like it's all there you can go and download it and it is still free there but it is like a legit way to do it and there's no like grey area because it's there it's on Steam like Sega if they wanted to have those mods removed they could 
but they don't because they like the fact that people like are like supporting those games. <laughs> yeah, and uh, they like seeing like what different stuff people do with it. I think the ones where it's like play as Mario and Sonic. Like I think some of those get taken down. They did. But, like all the ones that yeah, all the ones that are using but like the proper assets. Like, are, you've, are fine. you've seen all the Nintendo projects like the Metroid. HD remake and stuff like that, they all get closed. The Pokemon HD remake that looked amazing, Nintendo yep. always fire cease and desist at them because they're more protected for their properties because they're still in yep. the console business. But I think Sega's a bit more open because they're not in the console business, it's not their bread and butter. Yeah. Well, it's games are their bread and butter, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Nintendo, it's not, it's Nintendo it's exclusives. Like costing them money, they're like, okay. Yeah. Fine. But think of it, it's a shame because some of these Nintendo. Like the only, the only thing that uh, that I, that I would say that is if you've like Virgin Interactive don't make games more so. The only thing I would say is like if you've got a NES Mini or a SNES Mini, then I would look at get it, it hacked now. ASAP yeah. because it's not fully purged yet. But Nintendo yep. will go through, see the smaller sites, and mm-hmm. they will get done as well. Yep. I'm not saying that I've done it recently when my try and polish off some ISOs that I need, which I probably didn't need to do because Wii games cost pennies now, but. <laughs> Like, the, there will be, like, see, within five years, like, Andy predicted this a few weeks ago when the rumours of this were happening, that it will be just as difficult to get TV shows and movies here. It'll be the same for ROMs. They'll just do the same thing in Britain or whatever, do you know what I mean? They'll just yeah. push them and push them. So, like, if you've got, a, like Andy said, if you've got a SNES Mini or a NES Mini, download the complete ROM sets now if you can, mm. because some of those games you ain't ever going to be able to get again. Without obviously going the full retro mark where you're buying yeah, like the original hardware and buying the original. Was, some of those games like are fucking dear. Like I have seen one of the ones that you don't know, like was it like Pandora one or something like that? Pandora, yeah, Pandora's like, that, game's, that game's about seventy quid. <laughs> like mm-hmm. and fuck that, you know? Like I'm not I'm not paying seventy quid on a whim be, like to try this game that some YouTuber said was good once. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they they can't ever bring it out because maybe a, not that game specifically but some games like Mick and Matt, Jink McDonald's are ever going to go, yeah, okay, sell that theme. No, they're going to want some money from it. Nintendo are going to be like, well, it's not going to be worth it, so that game doesn't exist then. Yep, and, Unless and you probably, get it a carpet sale. Yeah, and probably like games like that, like McDonald's, if you went to them and went, oh, we want to like put this game out on the uh, on the virtual console, McDonald's would probably be like, no, it doesn't really represent how the, we feel how about the brand, the brand is now. anymore. Like, uh, yep. we have this video game like division where we do apps, blah, blah, blah. Like, go through that. Yeah, or like uh, Cool Spot with Seven Up. Do you want to think Seven Up's yeah. going to like Cool Spot come out? No, no, no. But yeah, so if you do want ROMs, then get them now. I, I've like I, I don't really tend to download like ROMs and stuff anymore, apart from like for the uh, for the for the SNES Mini. And to be fair, if the games that I wanted to play on the SNES Mini were available to buy, I would I would have no issue with with paying for them. Like yeah, but you're not paying for them. No, 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 none of that money's going. No, no, I, I get that, but like, say if Nintendo made the option where they said like, "Oh, you can, you here's twenty games built in, and then you can pay like a fiver uh, for the, these additional games if you want," then I would have done it, no problem. Yeah. But like, because that option wasn't there, then that's why we obviously went don't, to. Like, don't get me wrong; like, it's definitely a grey area. The fact that I mean, is in here with the full ROM set, Nintendo yeah. must have time because remember they left the code for the hacker saying don't break anything, mm. so they must have known it was going to get hacked. So did they not think someone was going to load ROM? And the fact you can fit the entire English library on the NES, like I've got, the SNES is a bit different. I didn't choose the ones I wanted, but I'll never need to rehack these again. These have got exactly the right amount. So I'm yep. lucky, but see if you're buying it recently, I would go 
soon as possible because those will dry up. You're not getting the ROMs for it soon. And to be fair as well, though, like like with Nintendo, like how why wasn't Donkey Kong happily, on the Yeah, like, I know all like, of them. Yeah, I would happily like buy those games again on the Switch, like to have them portable because that's more convenient to me. Like to be fair, I would as well on the SNES, but like I will, and they probably will bring it out. Um, but like obviously it wasn't out at the time when uh when I got when it. Yeah. Got these, so. Don't get me wrong, it's a cool thing to have, and obviously she yeah. used them when she's older. But at the same time. It's like Sonic. How many times have I got Sonic 1, even sitting around me, we discussed this before. Yeah. It's coming to the Switch, what, this month, next month? I'm buying that again. Yeah. Yep. You know, I've, I've got it re-downloaded onto my 3DS. I'm, I'm going to get it again, because it's handier for me. Yep. So it's not like I'm doing them out of money. Any of the games that they can make money off of, from me, I will pay for. It's a bit like when, how many times, Andy, have I watched a film like Ready Player One? I'm going to buy that in 4K. You know, so they are getting them. I'm not saying it's right, but I'm saying the there must be like quite a lot of people. I'm not saying maybe twenty percent of people, but quite a big chunk of people that do pirate stuff are going to pay for it anyway. It's more like a try before you buy style thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. To an extent, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I I, I think the majority of people that do like the common punter, the the Call of Duty FIFA style punter, as I call them, they're not going to pay for that. They're, they're happy enough to watch it. Like, my brother-in-law, he ain't paying for half that shit. He just watches Showbox. You know what I mean, he's not going to subscribe mm-hmm. to Netflix. He's not going to pay for anything else. <laughs> so that's fair enough. But, like, there are people like me that's like, you release Donkey Kong Country 1, 2, and 3 on the Switch, and I'm going to pay for them. Yeah, 100%. Like, the, the other thing with, like, the TV stuff is that, like, Netflix and Amazon, it's just so convenient now to just, like, subscribe to it, and you can just get the content yeah. there rather than having, like, like I think we spoke this before, like, going to the fucking torrent sites and going and finding it and blah, blah, blah. Torrent like, sites are almost know, useless now because nobody uploads them because no one's downloading them. Do you know, I wanted to watch uh, Captain America, uh, the first one. I think it was, mm-hmm. like, last week, week before. Um, I wanted to watch it, and, like, I went onto Netflix, and it wasn't on Netflix. And I went on mm. Amazon, and it was paid on Amazon. So, like, to rent it was, like, three quid. And yeah. I'm like, oh, I'll just I'll just rent it. That's fine. And uh, yeah. and Ash was like, and Ash was like, no, no, just get it. We'll just get it on Showbox. And I was like, but it's right there. I can just like push the button. Like I'll just pay for it. It's fine. Yeah. And she's like, no, you won't. Like I'll just put it on Showbox. I'm like okay. <laughs> but like, see, I was, like I was happy to just like fucking rent it. Do you know what I mean? See, like, it was, like, it's a bit different for some stuff. Like there's some TV shows that um, like Game of Thrones isn't on the streaming service. So. You can, but then again, like you have got options to buy them. Like not even counting the second-hand market, you can oh, buy that in your PlayStation. It, mate, I can buy it through my telly. I don't even need to go on iTunes or it. Well, it's Google, the Play Store, but I can buy it on my telly and have that. Mm. I can buy it through my BT box. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So there are options, or, or like you said, you can rent them. Xbox does it. PlayStation does it. Like th- there are options out there. But like coming back to ROMs, what we're talking about, some of these games are going to get lost in time. Basically, they are. Like because there are certain games that there's very few copies of out. Look at that Tetris, mm. the Sega Tetris. I guarantee yeah, man, there's yeah. ROMs for that. But and you could probably transfer it onto. Well, I've got the. It's not an R4 cart. What's it called? Like the EverDrive cart for the Mega Drive. Mm-hmm, yeah. Like you can put it on an SD card, but if they get rid of that, that game's no one's playing that. Nope. And it's a shame. That's a shame for like Fred made a big thing about it. It's a shame for games history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For like archiving games and stuff, but I mean, there's muse- there's museums and stuff like that. They'll spring up and uh, yeah, but you're never yeah. going to have it at home to play it to enjoy it. That- no, no, but Sega, well, like, Sega Tetris. I think, <laughs> yeah, I think Nintendo's one though. Like, uh, 
it says to me that they're clamping down on this because they are planning like a big announcement where there's going to be like a shitload of stuff coming to Switch, which is I fine would, by me because if, if it doesn't, if it doesn't happen, I'll be annoyed. Like, don't get me wrong, it's yes. going to happen, but if it doesn't happen soon, like mm-hmm. there's a load of folk going, "All right, Nintendo, you shut down the ROM sites. What have you got for us?" So they have mm-hmm. to. I know with the online, they're going to obviously within the next month, within the next few weeks, actually announce what games are coming. But it needs to be quite a few. They can't just release those 10 games that they announced and go, that'll do you just now. They need to go, no, no, there's going to be all these to buy as well. But the way they're going, like it's not going to be an all-in-one virtual console style thing, which mm-hmm. is a shame that they're, not, they're being so stubborn not to do it. But the way that Sonic's coming out as a Sega Classic and stuff, that's different, do you know what I mean? It's just, I do still think that I would love to be able to have the option of like... Um, Wii menu, okay, I can buy Wii games there. You know, like every other Nintendo console that's been online has had, like the 3DS, the DS had it, the Wii's had it, Wii U had it. I want to be able to go, okay, Master System games, boop, there's the Master System games I want to buy. Not like, here's another Sega Classic. It's like, mm, no, yeah. no, organise them better. The, to be fair, the, the Switch eShop at this point is so full of stuff that it needs yep. more curation so you can find things. It also needs folders in the Switch, like... On the actual console itself, yeah. Put folders in, like I think folders like, welcome. You can see like the ten games that you played most recently, and, that's and then it. after that, it's like you can see all the games. Yeah. Right, okay. Like I want folders so that I can go. Oh, because I've got like because I, I just bought a SD card this week and like I downloaded all the games that that I, that I had, and I'm like I've got fucking loads of digital games on this. Like even yeah. though I'm collecting entirely uh, collecting the physical games, I've still got loads of digital things from like getting review codes and like buying like bits and pieces here and there. Yeah. So like I want folders, <laughs> like really soon. <laughs> yeah, but I, I do also want like sections in the eShop, like th- yeah. they can't oh, have yeah, it yeah. that big list. Cause see if you get past see the most recent games, like they've maybe got twenty. You have to go into like um, more, and it's just this big long list of release date games and see if you're just browsing to buy which is most of the times when i buy mm. like don't get me wrong if i'm searching to buy it's usually a game that's out now that like it's recent but if i want a game what was that game like can, if i can't remember the name of it i'm too lazy i'm not even googling it if i can't see it there i'm not buying it mm. yeah totally uh yeah so it, it needs it needs like splitting Tidied. sections yeah and their app their like... app their app needs an update and it's got like two or three oh weeks to get updated Fucking app. No one's, no one's. See, after Fortnite allowed you to plug in headphones and a mic, no one's going to want that app. See if they come out and try and push that to us of connect it to headphones and then connect it to your mobile. So how does it work if you're playing Fortnite like on the like docked? Like where do you put your? Well, you can't. (laughs) Yeah, like how do you? Unless, well, you you could you if you get uh you get headphones with a long cable, you could just plug it in. Yeah. You could. You could. Yeah, you could do it, but the fact that Fortnite's got that, they can't push this, like, buy these crappy-looking headphones. Remember what they look like? The ones that cuddle around your ears? And then plug them into your mobile, and then plug it into your... No. Just let me plug in a headset. Like, I think the problem is with the, the, like, the Pro Controller. It doesn't have a headset. It needs a headphone jack in the the next iteration that they do. 100%. 100%. They need to forget that idea, but I've got a bad feeling that see the Nintendo Direct that's going to be out in the next couple of weeks to announce the stuff. Well, mm. tell us the full details because they're going to have to have one this month because if Definitely. it's out in September, it's going to be like within the next two weeks. So this this Nintendo thing, they're going to, I've just got this feeling they're going to go, oh, and you can connect it to your smartphone and we've redesigned the app slightly. Now, why haven't they included Mario Kart? Like, it's mm. almost as if they released a beta version app and then left it. 
So like like I'm I've look on the stores now, right? The Nintendo stores. So you've got like the sections they have is like the recent releases, discover current offers, charts coming soon, and then redeem code. They need to have genres now. There's that many. You need to have genres like and when you look at Discover, you think Discover like that. You could go into Discover and then have like the genres in it, but like all they have is like they have Game of the Day, yep. critically acclaimed. Try the free demo now. Online mm-hmm. Game of the Week, and then they have like one game for like a couple of different genres, like one of a kind, survival, and like stuff yep. like that. But it's all usually stuff that's on sale and things. Oh yeah. Yeah, the, and the game, see the game of the day is yeah. uh, Little Inferno. <laughs> Fuck off. Like, which was like a launch game, and like, it's like basically it's a fire. Yeah. You've got to make a fire. You throw things in the fire. You throw things in the fire. Like, fuck that's off. It. Like, that's not the game of the day. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. They need, they need to have sections. They need to, because see as well, like, going into this, see all games, and it's like from release date. There's like hundreds now, so it's like, I'm not scrolling through to like randomly window shop. Because, like I said, yeah. window shops have a buy mode. Like, the 3DS fucking eShop's a lot better set out than this one. The, uh, and the, the thing is, they've not improved it since launch. That's the crazy thing. Yeah, they've not touched it, basically. Well, they put in the offers one, because obviously they didn't have any That's it. launch, and now there's offers. But, uh, That's it. The, num- the number one game in the charts just now, you can, you can guess what it is. Uh, what's in sale just now? Like, no, it's not It's not a sale game. It's uh, the number one. It's not going to be Minecraft, so it's not going to be Rocket League either. It's not Sonic. No, no idea. Dead Cells is number one. <laughs> mm. So uh, I mean, it's getting a good buzz, and like I think it's must have sold really well on Switch because uh, Minecraft is is their number two. Yeah. I do like that they have the charts. Like that charts always interests cool. me. To, I like that to look at that yeah. and see, and you always see these like. See, see the games that are, they do like pence. a sale of it and it's like 80 pence those games always like end up in the top 10 because people are just like oh it's fucking 80 pence I'll just buy it and like yep. a lot of times they're shit but like a lot of people will buy them because they're really cheap and it's like a really really cheap way to get like a new game to try even if it's garbage I mean this is August right middle August mm. see in 6 months the Switch is 2 year old mm-hmm. that's nuts though those 2 years have flown in Definitely, like I mean, the it still feels new to me, like the Switch. Yep, same. Like, still although, feels like a new console. Yeah, although I'm using it like most days, like it still feels like new to me when I pick it up and exciting anytime when like there's a new which game. Is, which is weird because the PS4 after the year wasn't new feeling to me. No. And PS4 just, a few months in. Yeah, it's just it just kind of it just replaced like the PS3 essentially. Like mm-hmm. went, oh, here's the new. It's because it wasn't innovative. It's because the Switch yeah, is still this really new different. cool thing. Or maybe it's just that like we just kind of integrated the PS4 into our lives easier because it wasn't really much different and it just kind of replaced the old ones, old stuff. I don't know. Um, but yeah, there was a lot of uh, Smash Bros news this week as well because the uh, there's a Smash Bros Direct. This is true. Which I which I, I watched the I watched the Smash Bros Direct after like all these or after you posted all these uh, articles. <laughs> like I was at work when the when the direct was on and like. When I got home, I watched the directing. Like it's quite good. Like uh, they announced a few different things. So like it's gonna have a single player classic mode where you play through as the different characters and like 
That's good. You, ha- you have to beat a set number of people, and I'm sure that was like in the wee one. in the old ones anyway. Um, there is also like some unannounced mode that they've got, and it, they showed them the main menu, and it's just like this, gr- like this, like blurred out like bit, or like oh, we're not ready to talk about this bit yet. When's it out? A month, two months. Uh, no, no, it's December. December, That's isn't it? Well yeah, because I pre-ordered the because it works out cheaper, like a GameCube controller and the adapter and the the game. Do you, I don't want a GameCube controller for it. I like I never enjoyed playing with a GameCube controller, except for on the Wii because like it's more for me that I know in a couple of years that pro- Yeah, like I'm happy. I'm happy to use the Pro controller to play it like hundred percent. I don't mind the GameCube controller. I've only ever I've never played it on the GameCube, but. They get, I was playing the Wii one tonight and like yeah, there's a problem with the my big problem with the GameCube controller is the L and R buttons like it takes so long to push them yep. like you literally have to have your fingers with them half pressed for the entire game and it hurts your hands <laughs> because like yeah. you know they've got that big long deep push yep I used the on the Wii U Smash Bros I always played with the Nyko Pro Commander controller mm-hmm. that was a great controller yep see the uh Somebody put out a controller for the PS4 that feels really similar to that controller. And um, see one of the like PS4 Pro controllers. Mm-hmm. I forget what one it is, and it's such a fucking great controller, except see, for the fact that it's wild. I do, I do love the Pro controller, but I'm almost tempted to say that Nyko Pro controller for this. We use my favorite controller of all time. Yeah, yeah, it's, it was so fucking good that controller, man. Like I bought another one of it on the PS3 because it was the same controller, <laughs> but like a PS3 version, and it was like just the same on the PS3. Nice. Um, but but obviously, like I like I mean PS3. I, I think I bought that like way after I had the PS4, and I just used it for like Netflix basically. Yeah, <laughs> but no, it was a really good controller. Don't get me wrong, the pro con- the pro controller for the the Switch is phenomenal as well. That was just the rubberized feel to it. It just was the perfect way it vibrated. The controller layout was perfect. It's the uh, Nacon Revolution Pro Controller right. for the PS uh, for the PS4. The Pro Controller too. It it like feels just like that Nico one. It's a really great controller, except for that it's wild. Like if it was uh, wireless, I would buy it. Like, yeah, I've got a wired Pro Controller, and I don't like it at all. I love the design of it, and there's a yep. Metroid one that looks really cool, red and gold. But I get the the Zelda one when it went mm-hmm. cheap I think it was like 14 quid remember about Black Friday yeah. or just before it but it just feels cheap it's light and it's designed to look like a like a PS4 like you know the pro controller for the Xbox One style thing while the switches because yeah. it's got the different like caps for your joysticks but it just doesn't feel right there's no vibrate it's so silly that, that controller there I've just sent you mm. to it but yeah, but yeah you'll have seen them you might have seen them in the shop but like if if you see one come in, like, like have a feel of it because it feels. We like had one like in. That. Yeah, I know what you mean. But like, but because it's wild, like I'll never buy it's it. It's licensed as well. Yeah, yeah, it's it's licensed and it's a great fucking controller. But uh, because it's wild, like I, like I sit too far away from the TV um, when I'm playing PS4 that I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't have a wild controller. Because it would just be this fucking giant wire stretching across the room. Because <clears> like, I've got the dog in that, like the dog, like runs about and like she would just pull that out. <laughs> Um, right, other news, uh, Smash Smash Bros news. Um, new characters got announced and are all getting amiibos. Yep. So the new characters that they announced were... Uh, My favourite one's King Crow. King K. Rool, yeah, from uh, Donkey Kong. <clears throat> yep. I mean, I wasn't that bothered about having him in it, but okay. Uh, they're also having uh, Simon and Richard Belmont from Castlevania. See, it bugs me that... Uh... 
which we call it the amiibos are so difficult to get and then like you're thinking do i pay they always do two launches of them minimum mm. right like the cloud yeah. ones remember they were pricey they're yeah. still they're back to being pricey now as well but if you miss the second launch you're paying a fortune yep. <clears throat> right and the metroid ones came out at the end of last year and i want them for this game <clears throat> you know the squidgy one and the samus kind of kneeling but i ain't paying like 30 quid for it just now when like but then again, do I buy it just now when it is 20, 30 quid and get it that cheap? Or do I wait and hope for a second? Because they don't always do second runs. No, they like, don't, no. So, like, look at Shulk. He went for, like, three years and he was, like, at £100, remember? And then he got yeah. re-released. <clears throat> yeah, I so. mean, I don't think it's worth it. Like, especially not for Smash, because, like, the, I don't know if you ever used an Amiibo in Smash, but the functionality of them in Smash was terrible. Yeah, they're pointless, but, I mean, the Metroid one's got other uses and I'm sure they'll work four prime when it comes out as well and I'm playing through yeah. the Samus Returns so just now they'd be handy but 20 quid for an Amiibo that like could get a relaunch yeah don't like get me wrong I think, I think there'll be mm. there'll be Metroids out for Prime itself obviously yeah like, but, like ones just for that yeah <clears throat> yeah but do you know what I mean the older ones will work too look at Zelda <laughs> that was a catastrophe that is annoying that is annoying with Zelda how like that the locked you behind stuff like Capona yeah, the the horse and the uh, the wolf as well. The wolf, yeah. the wolf is really annoying because somebody obviously spent time fucking designing that wolf and like designing the mechanics of how it would work in the game, and then just like the oh, behind, cool. yeah. it wasn't Stick even so separate. No, not even an amiibo. One that came with a limited edition of Twilight Princess on another console. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> anytime you buy it separate, it's been taken out that box. It never get released separate. It is cool that the uh, it's cool that that does that. Like for the people that own that, but I just wish it was more readily available so that you could just pick it up for cheap. Or like yeah. I think with that one, they should have definitely released the wolf by itself. Mm, yeah. Like don't like, get me wrong, uh, second second hand market's always going to be, but they never released that standalone. No. So like I've got I've got the oh, I've got the Metroid ones. Like I've got Samus, the original one, um, and the Zero Suit Samus, as well as I've got the Neelan. Uh, Samus as yeah, well. you bought them for when Prime Four got announced, didn't you? Yeah, I bought them when Prime Four got announced. But how much I, did you pay for Neil and Samus? Neil and Samus was like a tenner. Yeah, yeah but I now it's it, more because it's sold it out. You right? I got it. I pre-ordered that one. Like I got it yep. the day it came out. Yep. See, I, I want Neil and Samus and the Metroid. Mm-hmm. Trying to get them, like you can't get them new. Like Nintendo Shop sells out quicker than normal things, so I don't know if Nintendo only sign themselves a few. Hmm. But like yeah, it's really annoying. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and get them because like Endos. <clears throat> but like the likes of Sonic, I want that Sonic Amiibo. And he came into the shop one day and it was like, what, twenty five, thirty quid? And I'm like, Nope. <laughs> and that was for one that had some marks on it as well. Hmm. I've got I've got two Sonic Amiibos. Do you? Yeah, I've got one, one, in in box. The, one in the box and one out the box. <laughs> yeah, I wish I'd picked him up because he isn't getting a set. No, he's not. The uh, I got one actually, like uh, off one of the guys uh, at work. She just like was like, oh, "I'm getting rid of this. Like, do you want it?" And I was like, <laughs> "Yes." Yeah, I wish I'd picked them up, but like, I always want Amiibo's box. Like, I kind of wish now that um, I've got yes, that back. I wish I'd kind of kept my cloud Amiibos, but at the time, I think I was selling them as part of my Xbox One X trade, so whatever. Yeah. But like, I remember trying to get the Player Two cloud was almost impossible. 
See, I don't like the player two one. Like, I like the I like the player one one. Like, that's yeah. that's my cloud. I don't I don't like the player two one. Yeah, because he's the advent children are current. Yeah, that one. I mean, it's a shame, but it's clever. Wouldn't it? That's why uh, amiibos have survived though, because they didn't saturate the market. Yeah, definitely. Like so, like any amiibos that like you do think you might want ever down the line for like, listeners, buy them the day they come out because they're only like ten, twelve pound. Yep. There's no pre-order guarantee them. that. Yeah, pre order them and get them because there's no guarantee that like down the ever line. Ever come out again? Oh, I, I actually want that one. That, like, and it will have the functionality in this game. Like, yep. yeah. <laughs> that's like, why. Look at Shulk. That's how about the Samus ones. Like, <clears throat> I'm like, oh, these are these are cool fucking figures, and I, I like Metroid. Um, and these like, will have functionality in the games down the line. Don't get me wrong, I got Shulk, right? And I'm glad I did. Like, it was handy for the uh, Xenoblade Chronicles. But, I mean, he was so expensive and it just... I was on that, you know, the stock check website. Yeah. And, like, I managed to get him at, like, a reasonable price. But, I mean, even at that, that was difficult to get because I spent weeks, remember, looking for him. Yeah. Even second-hand yeah. Shulk isn't common. No, definitely not. So, yeah, Amiibos do hold their value, and that's why, like, unlike Skylanders, they're not going to disappear as easy. I mean, you can get Shulk for a fiver. You can, but... <laughs> yeah, but he's... Do you know what I mean? Like, that's because he did get his re-release, like, not that long ago. But, yeah. Amiibos, like, it's it's great, but they are frustrating at the same time. Hmm. So, the, the, other, uh, the other ones that they're doing, uh, new characters are Chrom, who I think is from... Uh... Star Fox? I could be wrong on that. Is it the and, wolf? Uh, I'm sure it is. And Dark Samus is the, the other one. Yeah, I'll be getting Dark Samus for sure. No, Chrom, sorry, Chrom's from Fire Emblem. And is that Echo Fighter? And, and the Dark Samus is obviously like, there's a dark version of Samus. Um, and these are like, these are both Echo Fighters. Uh, but they are getting Amiibos for these. So like, Dark Samus Amiibo, like, I'll, I'll definitely get that when it comes out. I'm not interested in like the Kinky Rule or the uh, Simon and Richter Belmont. Like those don't hold any appeal for me. But like, definitely not Castlevania. Me. No. Maybe Sonic will get a re-release for this Smash because he's in this Smash. <clears throat> Maybe. But it might be a different version. So the, the Metroid Amiibo is like eighteen. Yeah, that's as cheap as I can get it, and it's like it will go up from that. But then I don't want to risk paying eighteen and. Then- like comes back in stock. Do you know what I mean for a tenner? Mm, yeah, because that's happened before to me. Um, yep. can't remember oh, look, what look I at Shulk. I mean, imagine you paid like like fifty hundred quid for Shulk, and it's not, you can get it for a five on it. Like, yeah. So I think twenty quid tops for an amiibo if it's sold out. Do you know what I mean? <clears throat> yeah. And even at that, even at that, it's quite pricey. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I might. I would only. I would only buy amiibos that you think, oh, that's a cool figure. I'd like to have that like sitting on my shelf, like. Yeah. But pre-order any ones that you're pre-order any ones that you're interested in, or like or that have games or... like the Metroid ones, like Metroid Prime. Yeah, these ones coming up. Where are they? Something will happen with the original ones. Like, yeah, look yeah. at Zelda. Every Zelda, Zelda amiibo. Zelda, yeah, because none of those were none of those were like worth anything particularly. Nope. Like they, and they were relatively common. But as soon as like uh, Breath of the Wild came out, like they announced like what you could do with them, those like <clears> up in price so much. Yep. Um, yeah, so other news, uh, Smash Bros. is getting an Ultimate Limited Edition that you spoke about and you pre-ordered yep. the GameCube controller and the... Uh, Steelbook. 
and the steelbook and it also has this like that uh, adapter what's it called the adapter that you can connect four gamecube and it works out cheaper buying it this way than separate yeah because i think it's what like 20 quid for like that adapter because it's 20 25 for the adapter or 50 for the game um for the controller it's like 20 quid so the controller is like an original gamecube fitting controller isn't it yeah it'll work it'll work <clears throat> yeah, because there's other controls that you can get that are USB ones as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, there is. So, like, obviously, yeah, it's slightly different. This is made for Ultimate Smash, though, so, like, it is uh, mm. branded for this, so this is why this controller will be worth money, because, you know, like, five years down the line, even a year down the line, edition sold out, people will want this controller, because yep. it's Smash Brothers. Do you know what's funny? Like, when, uh, remember when I was buying the Sonic Mania? Uh, collector's edition for the mm-hmm. Switch, and yeah, like, I was and I was nearly buying. Like, sold out. I, I was nearly buying like multiple of them. Well, to be fair, the Switch one has sold out, and it's totally unavailable. Yeah. You can't get it anymore. But, but like, the PS4 <laughs> one, like you can you can buy that now for like forty quid. Yeah, that was a bit of a sham. That's completely different. Same with the Xbox One. It's like about 40, 50 quid as well. So like yeah. that. That's why I'm quite happy that I bought the Switch one. So that if I do feel the need to have like all the different versions of it, which like I've kind of backed off a little bit on the Sonic collecting, I've I've still got the stuff that I've got, but like I'm not in any desperate rush to get any of them, and I'm focusing more on like picking up Switch games because like I'm more like because I'm getting more See, enjoyment out of those right now from actually playing. The one that the one that interested me, even though I'm not getting a Wii U again, was like um, the Wii U collection when I was listening to that classic game the guy, the game room guy, and he said there's only like. A- that's achievable. I mean, there's some there's some consoles that only have like a few games, and they're relatively easy to like pick up. <clears> like the, the Wii U, the, I would say right now, hardly any. The Wii U right now, I would say to be honest with you, yeah, but thirty two X, but just knuckles, uh, chaotic by itself, two hundred pounds. Yeah, yeah two hundred, three hundred pounds, and that's second hand, second hand market, not even like good condition, but like. Um, uh, for the Wii U just now, like this is the perfect time if you want to get a complete game collection. I would say, like to start with, because the Wii U, like it's still kind of relatively new. The games are ten. Like if you pick up, I would say start with like um, the likes of Breath of the Wild and Darksiders because they're going to be harder to get. And once you get them, it's just a case of checking out charity shops, checking out second hand shops because the prices in the Wii U stuff drops since the Switch came out. Give yeah. that five years, the price will go up because it'll be a collector's item. And some folks' first console will have been the reason they'll love it. But for the fact it's only got 120 games, you could easily pick them up at this stage cheap. Yeah, there's only 20 32X games in power. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but a lot of them, I've, I, Doom itself's even like 20 quid. Star yeah. Wars, I think, was about 30, 40 quid. And to get them all in good condition, because this was still cardboard boxes, cardboard it's really boxes, difficult. Yeah. 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 It's, that's the annoying thing about Sonic and Knuckles, right? You get one in Irvine in mint condition. Like when I worked back in Irvine two years ago, <clears throat> and I put it aside, and it was thirty quid, and I went deep. But it was mint. Like the even the instruction manual didn't even have a fold in the corner. Yeah. And I said to Steve, "Ah, you just buy it." And Steve picked it up, <laughs> and I wish I had because the box didn't even have. A... The guy said that he bought it, and when he was younger, put it in his loft and forgot. It. <laughs> so because he'd moved on to Nintendo, he thought he'd trade it. Mm-hmm. And like it sat there on my shelf to the end of the day, and then Stephen, and the next day I went, Do you know what? You just buy it 30 quid Sonic Knuckles. I wish I'd just picked it up because to see that in mint conditions, almost unheard of. Yeah, with that fucking cardboard. Yep. 
<clears throat> you always see that like wrecked and ripped to bits, like. Yep. And with the instruction um, manual and everything. Yeah. Um, I didn't think there was anything else in Smash Bros. No, it's Smash Bros. It's going to be great. Do you know what I mean? I'm going to buy. Oh, wait, 800 music tracks in total in the uh, in the game, which is fucking That's crazy. insane. <laughs> and they showed off a couple of the new levels and that, like based on Castlevania and stuff, which looked really interesting. And they showed off some bosses in it, which I thought was quite cool. Like, yeah. They're not like playable fighters, but they're like bosses that you fight against. So, like, they had them in the old Smash. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure that they. Uh... What was the one in the GameCube or the 64 with the hand? Yeah, yeah, the, the Master Hand. Like, I think I was on. Definitely on the GameCube. I don't know about 64. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think the subspace emissary like type campaign mode will be coming back as well by the looks of it. I'm playing through that cuts. movie. Yeah, I love that man. Like, but they've got like, see the the footage that they showed off in the <clears> game, like the not yeah. not the end game, like the gameplay stuff, the other stuff. Like it looked like cutscenes. Yeah. So I would guess that that's cutscenes from like in their sort of story mode, which it it kind of gave me a sort of feel of like you know like Mortal Kombat or like uh, uh, Injustice. Like those yeah. type of cutscenes where they're like, just, you should see a cutscene and that connects you to like the next sort of level where you're fighting against stuff like that. And I'm totally fine with if they do it that way because I like those games; they were good. I did think in Injustice they missed out on the mini games. Like they should have had the mini games in the second one. Oh, like at the start of each thing, like you never hit me, I'll try. <clears throat> Remember you had the thing with like they utilized the touchpad on the PS4. We had to chuck yeah. the like batarangs. Or batarangs, like that. Yeah. that was great. Yeah, that was cool, and it's kind of. Like changes up the gameplay a wee bit, but they obviously like didn't get a good reaction from most people for that because they didn't put it in the second one. Right? Um, okay, a uh, seventy-year-old man is cycling about playing Pokemon Go with eleven smartphones attached to his bike. I just thought that was what? funny. <laughs> okay, <laughs> cool. A high school student has sent a copy of uh, Earthbound into space because yep. that's the sort of shit you can do now in a fucking school project. Okay. Yeah, cool, fine. I wish I had it when I was at school. Yeah, I wish I could send fucking shit to space. Like, what would you send to space? You could send anything to space. The first episode of this podcast. See, that's a cool idea. Yeah, definitely. And just like have it, have it on like a, a loudspeaker, just playing over and over forever. <laughs> yep. Attached to like a solar battery, it will just keep looking. No, maybe not something the first like episode. That. Well, it's something I made. Do you <laughs> know what I mean, it's not like I can- yeah. I'll send a, send a These Guys album up there. No, but you could sit, no, but you could cut to, kill two with one uh, stone, like by putting one of the old episodes where it was like an out. Yeah, or we could make like a supercut. Oh, I remember how we used to do an explosive episode that is we for the band. space people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can only listen to if you fly past it in space. Yeah. <laughs> For so space does, people. How does, how does sound carry? <laughs> that's so. That's to, so. A 2018 way of saying aliens. <laughs> space people. How, how does sound carry in space? Like I don't really know. Airwaves. I don't know. Like if no, no. But if we were to like, if you were to like have a speaker that was would like, it echo? Playing, I don't know. music. How would it work? How would it sound? How would you hear it? Like because you would have to have a helmet on. Yeah. Would you even hear it? I don't think. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Um. In other random news, uh, Zelda fan has spent 484 hours completing every single game in the series to 100%. Mental. Fuck. Remember, Remember when I tried to, to do, do that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that reminded me of them. Like, oh what did I last three games and then I didn't want to play an RPG year? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's an interesting one. Um, apparently, when Captain Toad was originally uh, concept, yeah. he had starred Link 
Yeah, which is, which is weird. That's weird. Yeah, um, they must have had the Captain Toad concept in in the works for a good while then, because like obviously those like some of those levels ended up inside like Mario World. Mario, yeah, or Mario uh, Super Mario Three D World. But yeah, my, I, like, and obviously when they had Link in it, there would never have been Link. He would be playing as so. Interesting. I like Captain Toad. It's it's cool. I, I still haven't gone back and played any more of it. To be fair though. Uh, Jim Carrey has confirmed that he is playing Doctor Robotnik in the upcoming Sonic movie, which we already yeah, like, yeah but no, it was rumored that wasn't confirmed. Yeah, it was already rumored, but that's him come out and confirmed it now. Which is fine because he's mental now. Yeah, this movie's uh, well, going to be a disaster. Yep, it's going to be really bad. You're going to watch it as well. I'm going to watch it, yeah, for sure. But like, it's going to be bad. It's uh, they also announced uh, who's playing uh, Sonic in it, which is I'm fine the guy, the guy that plays John Ralphio in. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, Park he also is in. DuckTales and he done some work for Star Wars I believe yeah so, I mean that's fine like he seems like the right sort of wacky-ish yeah. voice yeah he's got a sonic voice John yeah. Ralphio <laughs> Sonico <laughs> yeah yeah he's gonna fit perfectly yeah um, oh yeah Smash Bros is gonna have over a hundred well 103 unique stages which is obviously the most in, in any Smash Bros game before mental so cool. yeah that's fine. I mean, you won't play on every stage, like obviously. Did you see the guy came out and said, you know, I think it was a bit like Daniel Craig saying again. Um, he said, "There's never going to be." He's after every Smash Bros. And now he's said, "Yeah, there could be another." Yep, every time. Like I, I think, like yeah, he just gets kind of burnt out on it. Like after he completes work on it, yeah. Cycles, like, oh fuck, I'm never doing this again. Yeah, but, and says it every time. This is the final Smash, and now he's like, "No, I can see potential for another." But he's such a perfectionist, apparently, that guy. Hmm. Don't get me wrong, for what they are, there's no complaints for the Smash games. They all work how they're meant to, exactly. There's yeah. never, like, oh, this doesn't... The only complaints are, like, the lack of features and such, like. The, uh, I think they've, like, taken on a lot of the fan feedback, though, like, from the previous games, and they've seemed to have implemented that into this game. I mean, like, I like Even them. the options and stuff like that, like, people are getting really excited about, like, like being able to, like, set your options and just have them like that and not have to set them for every game. Like, I've seen people getting really hyped about just being able to do that, so, like, it's it's really cool. But I, I like the way that Smash does it, where there's only one Smash per console. And then, obviously, like, with the Wii U one, they were able to update it with uh, new fighters and stuff by uh, doing DLC and Amiibos and things. Um, so, like, that sort of shit's cool, and I think they'll do that again with the Switch. <coughs> You're not yeah. going to see another Smash Bros. on the Switch, this will be the one. Chances are, like, it's probably going to come out at launch and be broken as fuck or unbalanced, and they'll have Imagine. to like, patch it to... Patch it to like, well, oh, like ice climbers are way too powerful. Like we need to nerf them because they can beat everybody like instantly. That would be awful if that happened. Hmm. Um, Switch is getting uh, Child of Light and Valiant Hearts ported over to it this fall. Uh, both amazing games. If you've never played them before, like it's a perfect place to play them. Uh, I played Child of Light on the Vita, um, and it's a fucking great game. Like it's such like it's such a like. It's not like uh, a simple RPG, right? But like, it is. A, not, I don't even want to say dumbed down because it's not really that dumbed down. But it is like a really lovely like two D platformer. But then you have like any time when you come across an enemy, it puts you into like a turn based battle, uh, like classic style, like Final Fantasy type thing, or maybe Final Fantasy four, five sort of thing. Um, but it's fucking great. Like such a good wee game. Uh, well, well worth playing. And um, we did it also. 
uh, accidentally or on purposely teased Child of Light 2 <laughs> when they announced this because they're like, Child of Light's coming to the, the Switch. And the guy had like a picture of uh, Child of Light 1 running on a Switch. And then like just behind it, you could see like this bit of paper that said Child of Light 2 on it. <laughs> yeah. So it looks like Child of Light 2 is coming, which <clears throat> is, is great. And I, I look forward to, to playing that when it comes out. And hopefully like, like that type of game can come out on Switch day one at this point. Because I would much rather play it there than on like PS4 or Xbox One or, or Steam. And it's not going to come to Vita. Like, the Vita is dead. And Valiant Hearts is an amazing like game about the First World War. I really hope they do a sequel to that as well. Because that game was so good. Mm. Uh, Doom Eternal is coming to uh, PC, PS4, Xbox One and Switch. Yep. So It's not that surprising because I, mean, I think Doom did quite well on the Switch. I'm surprised because <clears throat> I think some of the features will be cut like see the Invade Your Friends game mode I mean they have Did to say that is yeah it's a bit like Watch Dogs like, 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 probably work at Watch Dogs yeah I, I imagine this would work but what they lied about in Watch Dogs yeah <laughs> the way they're talking about <clears> it though like it seems to be like like the impression I get is that it switches feature complete and it just runs at thirty frames frames a second rather than sixty like on the con- the other consoles I'll I'll get this and switch over the other consoles and I'll probably get it next month at a sale. But that's how much the Switch versions prefer it. Because I hope it comes. Yeah. Comes I hope it comes day, day one. one. Yeah, yeah. like uh, I read an interview like with them, uh, one of the devs about this, and like what they were saying is that um, when they did this, the port of the original Doom Two Switch, it was like kind of a second class. Like to the other games, obviously, because it'd been out for a while before the yeah. Switch came out. Um, but like they're treating Switch as like a main console this time. That's great. However, they're, they're still getting, they're not developing it internally. Uh, Panic Button's doing the port of it again. Panic Button after the Switch is gone is going to be a developer. Do you know what I mean? I'm surprised Microsoft yeah. didn't try last couple yeah. of the developers. <laughs> like every, like every, every single port they've done has been great. Like they did the port of Doom, they did the port of Rocket Sky League. Up. And like Skyrim and that, so like they are they are the like prime <laughs> Switch port developer. So uh, I think yeah, but they also like, said they're working in their own properties offered to them. Yeah, I mean it makes sense, like because I think that's how a lot of developers kind of like get their start. Where they'll be like, oh, we're a development. How can make that work? Like, the well, that, that, like, that's how uh, Christian Whitehead worked. Remember, he yep. done Sonic CD and remade it and made it work on the mobile phones. And yeah. Sega went, okay, we like it, right? Why don't you bring it out in consoles? So he brought Sonic consoles. Mm. Have you working in a proper Sonic game? Mm. Um, you can also take control of demons in uh, in, this is brilliant. In, in Doom Eternal, which is quite cool. Uh, and uh, this is all part of like QuakeCon stuff. Yeah, uh, but did Doom you see what you can do? I can invade. Yeah, you can invade other people's like games if you obviously you have that option turned on. Yeah. I, I will turn it on when like the likes of Fraser's playing and I will fuck his game up as much as possible. <laughs> uh, and uh, Doom and Rage uh, came out on Game Pass the other day as well. Rage, obviously, the uh, 360 game is backwards compatible. The I did download Rage. I didn't bother to download Doom because like, I'm going to get it on Switch at some point. So There's no need for me to get it on, on Xbox. Uh, Bethesda has made some sort of legal threat against this guy who's uh, tried to resell a new copy of uh, Evil Within 2 on, I think it was on eBay or yeah, which is a weird one 
I think it's be, it's because <clears> you guys listed the game as being like brand new because it's still you sealed. can because it's still sealed. Just because you're not a licensed retailer, that's how. Yeah, but basically they're saying that it's because he is not a licensed retailer, it's not technically new because he would have bought the game new from someone else. So second, the second he has bought it from somebody, it's it pre-owned. automatically becomes pre-owned, even if it's still sealed. That's kind of like though. it's kind of like what we have, where like we, even if someone sells something, it has to be. No, but that's bullshit. Like plenty of folk. So now what? Do you have to say like new and then put still yeah, straight I think, up? I think you would just say like new or as new, like that sort of thing. That's just fine. Um, Nintendo Online ser- Nintendo Switch Online service is coming in late September. Which is fine. And they, they've given the price and the, the release date. Again, fine. Yeah, it's, it's all fine. 20 quid a year for like a solo membership. Yeah, that's fine. 30 yeah. quid though and you can get 8 friends, but however if that'll be, because like, see if it's like I want to be able to use, like, see if me and you and, say, like, marketing half in in that 30 quid, that's all fine and well, but what if I get a second console? I'd have to use up a second space, then I'd have to pay more, so, like, uh, if I get my own one, will I be able to just, um, like, activate that on more Xbox and thing they work? Do you know what I mean? How that work with license? Or will it be one yeah. console only? Yeah, that, that's kind of one of the concerns that I have as well. Because like I want to, like I want to have it so that me and Bethany can both like share the benefits of it. <clears throat> You'd have to get a family membership. Yeah, on <clears throat> on the same console. But I also want it so that if I get, get a mini console, or something, yeah, yeah, then I then like either me or Bethany can move to that and just use that. So I don't, yeah. I don't quite know. So that you don't have to be tied to one console. But with yep. the price of it, something about it says to me it's going to be one console only because it says to me it'll be yeah, that's your console. But I, surely I should be able to delete my profile and just sign in another. That's the benefit. Do you know what I mean? That's like, that's what I would think as well. Because I mean, that is that is what <clears> we're used to. Like with all these like cloud type services, like yeah, PS, I, PS Plus. I want, like because Xbox plenty of folk have second switches, even and even more so will come when the price drop happens. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So and if a mini comes out, yeah, I want to have two. I'll probably have one. Like I said, if it's a mini, I'll have it as my walkabout one, play about, mm-hmm. and the other one will just stay in its dock. That's what happened. Yep. One will become a TV uh, switch, and one will just be the one for sitting about. Yeah, like if if the mini one does come out, then like I'd probably get that for Bethany. But like I quite like the having the the size of the screen that's on the switch right now is is fine. Like I couldn't play like Football Manager on a small screen. Like <laughs> there's no way you couldn't have. No, but screen. not just for that game, obviously. Do you know what I mean? But like, see, Metroid Prime. There are no other games. <laughs> you need to finish Zelda. You've got plenty of games. Yeah. Um, once Metroid Prime comes out, though, that'll be like a play that in the mini. Do you know what I mean? But like the likes of Donkey Kong Country, I'd rather play it in handheld. Yeah, definitely. But like Mario Odyssey Two comes out, I want to play the big screen. Hmm. Uh, I see. I see. The Pokemon trading card game booster box has yeah. sold for nearly seventy thousand dollars for the original series. Yeah, that's mental. What? That's fucking crazy. Don't buy shit like that for that price, people. Like, holy shit. It's crazy. Uh, the uh, the streamer called Ninja, who I don't think I'd ever heard of before this week. Uh, uh, he's like, he done some stream for Fortnite. He's a Fortnite yeah, he streamer. Does, he does Fortnite, yeah. Uh, he, he's come out and said that he will not play with female streamers out of respect for his wife. Because Fair. people might think that he's flirting. Yeah. Like that's a that's a weird one that though. Do you know what I think? Because that's him no. kind of saying like, oh, I can't talk to like. Female it's not kind of like that's without... you sensationalizing a head. No, it's it's like him saying like, oh, I can't talk to female streamers without 
Maybe get into trouble for it before. Maybe, 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 I don't get, know, but... maybe he's in the naughty step for <laughs> getting <laughs> donations a certain else. way. Yeah, he's probably done something else and his wife's went, ah, 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 no, no, that shit doesn't fly with me. And he's went, okay, I'll just come out and say this. I'm right, okay. But yeah, I, I, didn't, I don't think I'd really heard of him before this. Did he do a stream like, with some big celebrity? like Some a, rapper a rap guy. Or something? Yeah, that, that rings a bell to me. Yeah, and it was the most stream, the most watched stream ever, or the highest views, or something. Yeah, he's got ten million subscribers or something like that on Twitch, which is the most like out of anybody. Like, so okay, cool, good, good for him. Uh, Undertale is uh, getting a physical launch on Switch. Um, comes out in September, obviously digital as well. There is two physical editions coming out. So there's a regular edition, and then there's the special edition, which is. It's basically the same version as the PS4 um, edition that's already out. Or PS4 and Vita edition that's already out. And you can only get it through Fangamer. And it's only US editions. So I don't technically need to buy this for my PAL collection. However, I'll probably buy the standard version anyway. Because we've already got the like, special edition for the PS4. And it's the exact same except like the box is a, a Switch one instead of a PS4 one. But Undertale's a really good game. Like, uh, I don't know if you would like it, to be fair, but like, it's a really, really good game. So I think we've bought it, bought it three times already. So we will undoubtedly buy it again <laughs> when it comes to Switch. Uh, HyperX has announced uh, gaming micro SD cards designed yep. for the Switch. Like, what what are these? Are these fast ones? Well, they're designed, yeah, they're designed for gaming to load. Kind of cool. I probably won't invest in one just now. Um, <clears throat> the only I will get a bigger SD card, but I'm not doing it until the online service is available, so that I can <clears throat> back up my saves mm-hmm. because your saves are stored to the console, not the um, not the the memory card at the moment. Yeah, so like I, I just bought a uh, SD card finally for the Switch this week because uh, I was I, I was finding that like. I was having to delete stuff anytime I wanted to download something new, something like that. That annoys me. So I just I got like a hundred twenty eight gig one for like twenty odd quid. Which I'm fine with that, and I'll hopefully never ever need to buy another one. Shit, I'm fighting master hand at the moment. <laughs> yeah, uh, Dark Souls Remastered finally has a release date on Switch. When? Like, obviously, so it, it already came out on PS4 and the Xbox One and PC. And it was supposed to come out same day for the Switch, but they had issues with the online stuff, so they pushed it mm-hmm. back to, to summer. The release date was quoted as being summer, and then it's obviously pushed way back beyond that now. So October, it's coming out. Uh, October the 19th, it comes out, which I think is way too late, and like, there's no way I'll buy that game day one now. Like a summer, a summer game? Yeah, cool, I'll get it day one. But like coming out right in amongst like Assassin's Creed and like Starlink Battle for Atlas and like things like that, there's no way I'm buying this day one. Like, I, I can't do it. <laughs> There's going to be too many other things out at that time. Uh, and uh, then finally, the uh, free-to-play free to play PS4 game called Let It Die is coming to PC. Just let the game die. Like, that game is dead. It doesn't need to be on PC. Make it go away. And that was all the news. Excellent. So let's move on. What? We've been playing... So Andy, what have you been playing? Um, so I haven't really played very much this week at all, to be honest. Um, I did pick up some games though. Like, so what did I play? 
I played one game that you played as well. How did you know? So, because you pre-ordered this game and I bought it as well. So. Oh right, of course. <laughs> Let's start with that. Yes, I just beat Master. Well, I'll talk about it in a minute because I, I I need to go and get a drink in a second. But it, but anyway, like I, I've jumped back into uh, Axiom Verge because because uh, because this Dead Cells like, Smash Brothers forever. Because this, this Dead Cells game came out, I was like, oh, I like I quite fancy getting that. But like I've got a few other like two D games that I should really finish off first. So like stuff <clears> like Axiom Verge and like Sonic Mania and things. I'm, like yeah. I should really go back and like finish these before I go and buy another game like this. Um, so I jumped back in at Axiom Verge and. I've gotten totally stuck in it because I've got kind of confused about what I'm supposed to be doing in the game. <laughs> but uh, I've managed to work out tonight what I'm supposed to be doing, and uh, that's a fucking great game, by the way. Like, see, so if you haven't played that and you like Metroid games, like, it's an absolute must play. It's developed by one guy. Like, see, so playing the game, you're like, holy shit, like, how did one guy make this thing? It's totally like a 16 bit Metroid style game, but it's got its own, like, feel because it doesn't feel like a Metroid game. But yeah, really, really good. You've got like you mean Metroidvania, yeah? Uh, no, no, I mean Metroid, like the actual Metroid. Axiom Verge is a shit, yeah. Yeah. Metroid doesn't. It's a platform puzzle game with shooting well, in it. Yeah, well, I mean, this is the same. Like Axiom Verge is like a platform puzzle game is it? with shooting in it as well. Yeah. Because I've seen the limited edition for like twenty quid in game. Yeah, man. Uh, like the limited edition as well. Because like, I've got the limited edition, it's well worth getting that because it's got like uh, a Blu-ray with like five hours worth of content on it. And it comes with. And uh, supposedly it's like it's like a documentary about how the guy made this game, and supposedly it's a really good documentary. Like I haven't actually watched the documentary yet, but uh, it's like I can't remember the guy's name, but it's like one guy, big bad robot, or bad no, not bad robot. That's JJ Abrams, uh, bad rabbit. I want to say, I can't remember. I'll find out. Bad robots, JJ. Uh... Yeah, 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 that's JJ Abrams. It was a guy called Thomas Hap. Yeah, Thomas Hart made it, which has nothing to do with Bad Robot. Maybe it was like, it was Bad something that published it anyway on, on Twitch. But anyway, it's a, it's a really, really good game. Like, uh, if you're looking for like a Metroid type game, uh, 100% like, uh, buy this. <laughs> it's fucking great. Um, but yeah, like I say, I've got kind of stuck in it uh, because it is quite hard. I um, mean, it's, it's just a matter of like changing your weapons to be whatever weapon you need to use that. Sometimes uh, to do with the enemies that you're, uh, you're needing to kill at any any given time but yeah really good game um i did try to play paladins on switch alley yeah it's like shite over no no i didn't even get that far like because I, I i downloaded the game and booted it up after i got the sd card i'm like oh i'll try this finally i've got plenty of space now um went into the game like got into a match and then it's like choose your hero i'm like okay but i don't have any heroes <laughs> i'm like oh, what what i do i'm like it wouldn't let me choose a hero because I didn't have any. I'm like, okay, I can't play the game because I don't have a hero. <clears throat> so yeah, I feel their menu was very bad for that because I don't know whether you have to like go and like unlock a hero in some way. No, there's like, three available to start. Yeah, but it, like it didn't like it didn't show me that or let me choose any. So I don't quite understand what happened. Maybe it was like a glitch that I hit or something. But uh, yeah, like when I tried to go into a game, I didn't have anybody available to like for me to pick. I'm like, okay. I guess I won't play this then. That's fine. And I, I did. Oh, I did play a, a beta on the Switch, Charlie. A beta on the Switch, Andy. Yeah, I did. Yeah, uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Oh yeah, I did. Did you try this? No. It's a so, 
Marvel versus Capcom, basically. It's the same engine. Kind of, yeah, but, like, the, but with Dragon Ball Z guys. But it's really weird, this game, because, like, I don't know how it works in the in the actual game, right? But, like, in the beta, it's, like, basically you go into, like, an online lobby type thing where you play as, like, you're, like a little avatar and your wee guys, like, running about and there's, like, circles you can walk into that are people are, like, basically setting up a match. And you can run in and go, yeah, I'll accept the match sort of thing. And um, it looks kind of like South Park, but with the, like, the Dragon Ball Z guys. Which is fine, um, but yeah, like once you go into the actual fight, it is like Marvel's Capcom, but with the Dragon Ball guys. It's definitely not one for me that, um, but I, I do like the art style and stuff. Like that once you get into the game, it did. I did feel like it was hitching a bit though, like when like the complicated things were happening on the screen when there's a lot of shit going on. It's like it did feel like it was uh, dropping frames definitely, but it is still a beta, so it could get could get better. Um, I did. Uh, so I did buy a couple of things as well. Um, I picked up uh, Kingdom Hearts 1.5 and 2.5 on the on the PS4 because I want to play through uh, Kingdom Hearts 2 and finish it before Kingdom Hearts yeah. 3 comes out because I never finished it. I got to <clears throat> the point where the you tower. have to fight off. Yeah, basically the tower where you have to fight off against all the guys from the organ. I forget what it's called, but the organization. Those are the guys. Organization team. Yeah, those guys. Like when you have to fight off against a bunch of them in a row. And I couldn't get past them. Like this I is remember, I think it went mental when King Two first came out, and you went saw it straight. Yep, yep. And everyone's <laughs> like, "What?" Fucking Roxas! I hated like that whole opening. Mm-hmm. It was awful. It was mm-hmm. a really bad opening, to be fair. And it went on for a while. It was like a good couple of hours. It was. Yeah, it was. It was of Roxas, and you're like, "Is this going to be like fucking Metal Gear?" Or like you played like, the was. whole game, and, and you know, it wasn't. It wasn't quite like because yeah, they did eventually like go, "Aha! We got you. Now you're Sora." Like, okay. yeah. Metal Gear 2 was the worst for that though. Like, you played a snake in the opening mission. Yeah. Yep. And then you're like, oh, and now you're like uh, riding for the rest for of the For the whole game, yep. <sighs> to be fair, that's not actually a bad game. Like, Metal Gear 2 no. is actually not a bad game. They just get hated um, for riding because they'd high heels. Yeah. Uh, riding's actually quite cool. Like, in Metal Gear Rising, like. He's like cool when he's game. a cyborg, yeah. yeah. Platinum made that. Yeah. Although it was very short. <laughs> very short. I remember Especially your review of that, and people were like, easy. nah, it's not that short. And then, like, as soon as the game came out, and, like... How did I get that? Was it Game Center getting the other copy? Yeah. Which, talking of which, when you were looking at Kingdom Center, like, which is now no... They sold me a promo copy of Kingdom Hearts, <laughs> 15 years ago, <laughs> out of Game Center Commander. Can I still... So it was the game given to the shops, you know, for the demo unit. But the guy in Game Center at the time took it home, played it and sold it a bit kind of like what I'd done, except I took it back in and gave it Russ or something. Yeah. But yeah, when I reviewed it, folk were like, no, you're talking shit, you're talking shit. And then, do you notice, once it came out, I had no further comments on it being short. Nope. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was really short. I mean, I think I beat it in like three and a half, four hours. <laughs> like, it was very short. It was good though. Where was it? Was it N4G we or something? Yeah, too? N4G we used to put our reviews on, obviously on, on our website. Yeah. As well. And the comments. Yeah. Um, that- yeah. The uh, uh, I forgot what I was saying, but yeah, I got Kingdom Hearts. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna start playing. I might play Kingdom Hearts one again first, but like I kind of want. I do want to get them. When's Kingdom Hearts three next year? It's January. It comes out, so there's still. I feel like if I can not go for these out by the end of the year, or at least get Kingdom Hearts two completed by the end of the year, then like I'll still be, I'll still have enough of a window before the new one comes out that will be burned out on it. You're never gonna finish both these by the end of the year. You can't even finish Zelda in two years. Oh, sounds like a challenge. It is a challenge. You can't finish Zelda in two years, so what makes you finish these games? 
could finish Zelda. I, I'm at the point where I can go and fight the last boss. Shake back. <laughs> I, I've played more Zelda, like, recently. Did you finish Zelda, is the question? Because it's been out for nearly two years now. No. No, I did not finish Zelda. <laughs> I also did not finish Final Fantasy, so... 15, which is nearly three. Yep. <laughs> Um, aye, so I got Kingdom Hearts. I also picked up uh, Super Chariot on the on the Switch, a physical version, because uh, I found it on sale for like thirteen quid. Okay. From I think it was Base, yeah, Base. Um, they seem to be doing some like quite decent deals on on Switch games just now, where you're getting the games that are like twenty twenty five, and they're like putting them out for like like between like thirteen and like eighteen sort of thing. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I got that. I didn't play it yet though, but it looks interesting. Like it's a platform game where you play as like a chariot and have to like n- like navigate levels and stuff. It looks interesting. There's a two-player co-op mode in it, which I'm not quite sure how that works. But and uh, I also ordered uh, Scribble Knots on the yeah, on the Switch. The only one they are enjoyable. The only one I really enjoyed you and I had to buy it an import or was it PC only? No, it never came out here in the Wii U. Remember, I was raging about it. It only right. came out in America, and it was the DC Unmasked one, where you can okay, write yeah. any DC character. I bought it on the PC, mm. I'm sure. Because, mm. um, yeah, that game never got released in Europe for whatever reason. But I think, is the Wii back was compatible? Is the Wii, sorry, Region 3, Wii U? Uh, I am not sure. I don't know that it is, to be honest. I think, because I think there was a big thing about this being finally Region 3. Mm. I'm sure they said something like that. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I don't think it was about uh, region free. The uh, but yeah, like I mean, this game looks interesting enough, and like like it was only like thirteen quid again. So uh, so I'll I'll check it out, and I'll it should come within the next couple of days. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think there's some kind of online like component to this this one where you can play co-op or like against each other or something like that. So could could be one that's worth picking up. Could be, but you don't ever play anything online. No, that's true. Like still, I'm still waiting for gears. So. <laughs> hey, we like, completed gears one. I've finished all the years, mate. It's you that <laughs> what happened. Like, through with it. The offer's been there several times. You've got plenty of fucking... Take a step down then, man. Fuck. You can't <laughs> handle it. <laughs> Too busy. Um, but yeah, I, I did uh, finally install uh, WWE on the Switch as well, but I didn't play it yet. Right. Nelson, Nelson I, loves that game, then he hates yeah. He continually buys the game, loves it, beats it, and something <laughs> happens, and he's like, oh, I hate it. I've just bought it digital for like 20 quid I think it went to in sale for the yeah. one with the season pass that's fine for me and I've played it more than that this year it's not coming to Switch so no but like I, I don't like it's not something that I'm going to play a lot of and I, I'm sure I got it for like a tenner basically so uh, it's just one of them ones that I'll I'll try it to see if I like it and yeah but uh, it's so yeah, I, couldn't, I couldn't play it before because I didn't have like an SD card on the Switch yeah that's right same with Wolfenstein if Yep. Doom, Doom you can play but not at the moment yeah so like now I've got the SD card like I can I can play those games although like I don't know that unless I want to pick up like those games at the prices that they are just now because they're still Doom's going to hold its price for a while and then it'll go and sale too it comes out next year I mean when I can find Doom for like 20 quid I'll get it at that I don't mind paying that for it but like paying like Doom, Doom's amazing like I love what those guys did with the game like gave you the season pass for free Mm, yeah it's just like paying 30 40 quid for like a game like that like that I probably won't finish <laughs> it doesn't make sense with that. online's great for it yeah I know but like I'd, if I'm going to play an online shooter I'll just play Splatoon with yeah, Switch it's not the same it's a third person shooter Splatoon I know 
be it. Uh, that's all I played, apart from the game that we both played. Cool. So, I played uh, a game that me and you... What game was oh. it, mate? Sorry? <laughs> Are you away? You, no, you cut out for a second. I'm, I'm going to go and get a drink in a second, but you, you cut out for a second there. Uh, Warhammer Vermintide, the first one. I know the second one's in Game Pass, but the first one was sitting there. I don't know if it was in gold or something. I think it was on either gold or Game Pass before, yeah. Yeah, so I've got this sitting, and like it's kind of crap. Like, doesn't control really good. The graphics are bad. You kind of start in this pub a bit like um, you can go and get your drink if you want. There's nothing exciting to hear here. Um, you kind of start in this pub like um, Sea of Thieves and you get a team of four folk now, don't get me wrong there's probably Warhammer fans that absolutely adore this I mean the only Warhammer that I was really interested in was like the 40k futuristic stuff again this is back to me not liking fantasy as much as sci-fi but this one I don't know if Vermintide's kind of is it a campaign in Warhammer I don't know if it's a story I don't know how that works I'm sure somebody listening will know um, basically there's rats everywhere so like basically the way this works is you're in an area and I started out playing myself and then other folk joined the game and you get different character types and I went like kind of the big night guy and you kill some rats and then you find some loot and it's not even exciting loot and then you move on and then you kill some more rats it's like wave after wave of them and I guess that's the whole point but it's so dull and boring and then like a bigger rat comes you have to fight the bigger rat then you move on and then you fight the boss, which is an even bigger rat. And the I mean, areas are small. The like yeah, but the areas are small and it's kind of boring. Like, is it a Warhammer campaign or story or book or something? Like, is it the latest Warhammer campaign or something? Or No, I mean, like, Warhammer, there's a lot of different, like, uh, Warhammer things out there now. Like, especially games they're putting out, like, at least two or three a year, which is fucking crazy for, like... A property like that because I mean it's kind of niche but like I think the games do really well which is why they keep putting them out um, mm. but yeah like that one's based on like Skaven which are like rat men basically yeah it's called The End of Times and End I was kind of like oh this could be a st- cool story and don't get me wrong the sequel's out and maybe give the sequel a try I'm not writing it off completely because I was interested enough to try it um, but this one's just really dull to play man it's like it's a, just a horde mode in it basically it's horde mode yeah but not even yeah. like it doesn't even feel like there's a horde coming towards you. It feels like there's <laughs> five rats in an area and then you move on to an area kind of the same. And maybe you have to carry some barrels and maybe, and then more, as the, maybe more rats come. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Bigger rats. More Bigger rats. rats. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just... No, it's not for me. Um, so um, I did try and play a game called uh, War, War, Warcraft. Some folk might have heard of. There's a new expansion and... I'm always getting emails because I've got every other expansion because I bought them all on a sale and like I've put some time into Warcraft. And I thought, yeah, do you know what? I'm going to get it. I got the last expansion. I'm going to get this one. It looks kind of interesting. Went to sign in my account, Andy. Email and password are correct. Brilliant. Okay, so what's your authenticator? Okay, I'll download the authenticator on my Samsung. Right, it ties into your account. Type the number in. Okay, back to account. Okay, so we're going to send a confirmation to your phone number. Click the button. Don't have this phone number. Okay, what's your authenticator? I, I don't have that authenticator because it's tied to my phone. Okay, so I go even on Twitter and complain about it because they answer questions, the mm. blizzard folk. Yeah. They said, yeah, just submit a ticket. And I'm like, okay, so I submitted a ticket. And I'm like, okay, to submit a ticket for this event, uh, you need to sign in first. And I'm like, okay, I'll sign in. And it's like, okay, what's your authenticator? I'm like, that's the problem. <laughs> so the guy on Twitter said, yeah. if you just do it this way, and I clicked on the bit that he did, and it said, mm. 
okay, so submit a ticket. And I went, yes. And I went, yes, this is further than it. Okay, now please confirm with your mobile phone. And I'm like, oh my God. So mm. at that point, I went, no game's worth this hassle, but I'm going to have to spend a tenner to play it for this month anyway. So, and I'm probably going to have to pay about 20, 30 quid for the expansion. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I know Fraser's back on it just now, but am I really going to sit up in this room roasting my balls off when I could sit downstairs with the Switch or the Xbox? Probably not. Let's just put Warcraft to bed. Downstairs again. Uh, Elder Scrolls Online. I fucking, I love this, man. So, this is how easy it was. I pushed start and I was logged in, right? So, just saying. <laughs> I was stuck at a giant crab thing the last time mm-hmm. I was telling you about. I was in this uh, sort of dungeon investigating with the women. Yeah. And I was, remember, I was at the elf place with the water portals mm-hmm. where you kind of teleport, stop doing work. I was teleporting <laughs> through the water. Right, okay. Do you remember that I was talking about the high elf yeah, bit? Yeah. And I said there was, yeah. right, okay, so I was there. And she she made me fight this giant crab thing, uh, Yaka or something like that, and it kept nailing me. And I'm like, oh my god, quit this quest. So I didn't. What I did was when she says jump down and fight it, I'm like, fuck you. So I stood above it and just killed it with fireballs, kind of half cheating. But I found out also if you stand above it, because obviously the game thinks most folk will jump down when she instructs you to. I just stood at the top and slashed my sword and I was hitting it. So apart from its lava larva coming up trying to hit me like that thing couldn't touch me so i beat that and leveled up quite a bit and then they're out in the wild now you know it tends to do that this game once you fought like the boss version where it was kind of difficult they kind of become standard creatures in your next area well not standard they're not everywhere but there's like Mm. two or three in the next bit and i'm like yeah i nailed them both um i then got to the final part of this memory with remember the cat guy that was saying was giving me quish Uh right well he said that i had to fight the sea slowed and the sea slowed's like jabba the hut with lizard legs and uh, he was a bad thing to be about so I had to go and beat him and remember at the start how I was in my own mind and had to fight my way out because of the mind trap Mm -hmm. the witch the woman that was with me um, made me go in the sea slug's mind right so I'm in the sea slug's mind and it's like kind of locked off areas it's like beat all the enemies and move on to unlock the next memory so it was like what this guy had done how he hadn't died when everyone thought this sea slug was dead and I got to the final quest and I could not beat him. It's just, you know, when you can tell something's at too high a level for you, I'm like, shit. So I had to go to Abandoned Quest, right? That's the only option I had. Like, even though I was like, I kept reviving and I was using up my fucking soul stones. The soul gems are like what you use to pay to revive. If you don't have any, you have to go back to the nearest way shrine, which is your last like checkpoint, basically. Mm. And I thought, shit. So the way shrine was just at the start of the level. So all the enemies, are cool. I was like, cool, don't have to fight through them again. Three times this guy nailed me and I'm like, Nah, I'm not taking enough off of him and I'm still wearing like a basic looking helmet. I should have done some side quests on the way because I tried not to get distracted on the way to him by like all these shinies because the world up, opened up even more as Elder Scrolls does and I'm like, nope, nope, focus on the main quest. No. So I abandoned the quest. I'm about doing other things. I thought, mm, I'm a couple of levels above now, like maybe level 12. I'll go back in and try and fight him. Oh, wait, where is he? Where's my quest? Oh, the quest's gone. <laughs> So I have to look, do you know, I've looked online, do you know what you have to do? You have to find whatever location the person that gave you the quest has respawned in. And that could be one of many locations, which is random and changes. And obviously Elder Scrolls being a living game, that person will walk about in that area. So I've now got to try and find this woman to continue the main quest, which is quite frustrating when I can't just go, okay, where's this woman? Where's the main quest? Put an arrow for it. I might be doing it the wrong way and there might be a way to do that. But if not, it's quite annoying that I've abandoned this quest and it's deleted it from my quest log. Hmm. 
just because it's the main quest, you know, I would kind of like to have it back, please, at some point. Um, but I'm not going to stress over it too much. Once I get to level 15, if I still can't find it, I'm just going to get the boat over to Morrowind. I'm, I've just had enough. I'll just leave Somerset just now and go to Morrowind, um, which is the cool thing about it. I'm really enjoying this. Like I said, I've not felt the need to team up once. And it's just, it's got all the standard Elder Scrolls style glitches like that one where I told you I was fighting the spider from above. It was, it's kind of funny to me. Um, so, okay, we played that game together. I've been playing a lot of Metroid Samus Returns. I picked it up. It went on sale for like 20 quid in Argos. And I wanted this game when it, came, when it got launched, right? And I'm kind of glad I didn't get a 2DS XL because see, the 3D in this game looks phenomenal. The layers this gives it, it's obviously 2.5D, but the layers of depth it gives each level are incredible. You cannot tell this is a Game Boy game remake. It's not just a remaster. This is a completely remade game. Like, they've added new weapons. They've added new things. So, obviously, you know, Story of Metroid, she's got to kill all the Metroids. And in this one, they're kind of possessing, like, the aliens. So, like, they're eating them almost, like, becoming a hat. They're sinking their teeth into (laughs) the heads. So you have to, like, kill these things, and that obviously powers you up. And there's, like, 40 you have to hunt down, and that's your main thing. So I'm down to about 36. Um, I think I'm making good progress. I've put maybe six hours into this game already. Mm. Uh, maybe I'm not making good pro- progress. It plays like a Metroidvania game, obviously, because it is a Metroid game. It's in the title. Um, you have to put the Metroids into this like Aztec-looking eagle to sort of drain the place you're in because it's got like purple lava everywhere. And every time you put like Metroids in, it drains it down and opens up a new part of the level. And then you get like new equipment or items that help you get to new places or you go back to an old place and go oh yeah shit I remember that um, the the 360 degree shooting's really cool in it like you can shoot all around you in a 360 degree circle which sounds like nothing but in a Metroid game I think this is the first time apart from the 3D ones that you can kind of do that mm. and even then it's not 360 it's just in front of you if you know what I mean like your visual area um, really enjoying it really love the combos if you've got a 3DS or 2DS XL or 2DS, just pick this game up. Like, the sounds are awesome in it. Like, the game, it just... Metroid is one of those flawless games, though, but they are always, like, eight years in the making. Not this one, because it's a remaster, but, I mean, when you think when Metroid Prime 3 came out, which was the last one, Metroid Prime 4 is, like, maybe next year if we're very lucky. Hmm. So, um, really love Metroid. It's, like, up there, it's not as frequent a release, like I said, as Zelda and, like, Mario. It's well worth playing when you can. I would hate to be like a Nintendo only guy who Metroid was. My, Metroid is one of my favorites, but if that was, imagine that was your game. Metroid's my jam. You haven't had a new one since the Wii. <laughs> like, apart from this remake, obviously, like, but you haven't had a new main scene. That would suck. Um, but Metroid Prime 4 is going to sell like fucking hotcakes, I guarantee. Uh, but yeah, this, this one's definitely worth picking up. Um, really nice. I'm, I'm sure there's some extra things added to it if you use Amiibos as well. Obviously, I don't have the Amiibos yet, but I want them to unlock extra moves or weapons mm-hmm. or whatever it is, or costumes. Um, Metroid's really cool. Such It just plays so fluidly. Like You know that way when I'm playing it, I'm like, I thought this about another game that we'll talk about. This game, and like the controls for this are just lovely. Do you know? Like, I'm not missing platforms here. Like, it's not a difficult platform, but it's like, oh, yep, I made that because I'm good. That's how it makes you feel, but it's because the platforming and controls are so spot on. Like, like having to time, you've got like a slash move when the bat sort of things swoop at you. And if you hit it correct when they go for you, you can just one shot kill it straight afterwards. And it just, when it's flowing, it flows amazing. And 
this will probably th- this game's probably the last big one for the 3ds do you know what i mean not counting pokemon ultra moon but um this is probably the last big game for the 3ds because that you'll still get the shite games next year and stuff but the 3ds is i wouldn't say it's quite dead you know it'll still be quite a popular system it's a nintendo system it's never going to be fully dead dead there'll always be a market for it but i mean gaming wise i give it maybe a couple of years before the game start drying up completely they did say they were going to support it for the next four years though last year so I don't know how much support is actually it. going to it. No well, Luigi's Mansion 1 coming to it. Mm, yeah. That's a bit of a poor move, though. I would well prefer that on the Switch. And I'm kind of holding... I won't buy that on the 3DS because that will come to Switch. Mm. Has to. If it, it doesn't, I'll be most Right, the, uh, the Walking Dead like final season came out like today or yesterday. Mm. Um, like the first episode. But you can't buy the first episode on its own. You have to buy the season pass. Yeah, I don't like that. I hate pre-buying content like that. What do you mean for Walking Dead, the game? Yeah, yeah. That's a weird move from Telltale, isn't it? Because usually, like the first episode will come out, and it's like a fiver. Yeah, well, I think there's four episodes in this, and it's like nineteen quid. So, like, it'd probably be six. And then if you wait a month, you get it for a tenner. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So, like, what I usually do is like buy the first two episodes, and then it gets discounted to like a fiver for the season. Because they always fucking do that. And I need to get. Pay less. I need to get back to that. Um, what's it called? The cult style game that was like Telltale. Remember, I told you to pick. Oh, the the console. Yeah. Yep. Have you played it yet? Nope. Awesome. So it's um, in my watch list. I did put it on my watch list after you talked. You talked about it. Well. So I was like I said, I was like topping up my Wii games through dubious means. And I played a few of them, and I just need to get my list up here because I've been playing them for a while. There's a couple of them that I've never done, and a couple of them are just like really good games, really good that I've never even heard of. Like playing Smash Brothers Brawl, I didn't enjoy it so much, but I picked up Smash Brothers for the 3DS, which, as everybody knows, it's my favourite version, and not a lot of agree with that opinion. But I just love smashing the 3DS. No, I've just got a different opinion. You like games that, so. I really enjoy it. I enjoyed it more than the Wii U version. I liked it. It's sorry, its compatibility with the Wii U version was phenomenal, and I just like the art style of like the um, cell shaded style, where you could turn it on and that kind of hid the graphical limitations of it. Um, however, Smash Brothers Brawl, I, I hated it when the Wii was out. Like I played it in the '64. I never played the GameCube one, which a lot of folks say is the best. Yeah. Um, but like the the Wii version, it's not terrible, and there's a lot of content in it. Like I'm noticing now, like the the story mode and stuff. I finished it as Samus while we were talking. Um, I I remember Master Hand being a lot harder than that when I had this. Mm, yeah. Like I didn't even lose one life on him. So, uh, and it's not like there's an easy mode or anything. It was a game. So, played that. Um, downloaded uh, Xenoblade Chronicles for the Wii. Because I wasn't going to rebuy that like a third time to try and finish it. Uh, booted it up. Looks a lot nicer than the 3DS. Not surprising though, because it was kind of like forced on the new 3DS XL. It's like yeah. one of the only games that works on it. Um, well, solely on it. Um, great game, but I'm not getting deep into it. I just played the intro because I've still got Xenoblade 2 to finish. But this is a game that I will want to play. And again, it's a game that when it arrives, it's dear, like Xenoblade Chronicles, because it's kind of a rare oven. Um, Played a bit of Metroid Prime Trilogy 
not much more to say than that apart from it's fantastic. I don't want to dive too deep into it because I've like I've been talking about the past few days with Andy, I've got a feeling this will come to Switch in some form or other. Um, whether it be a remaster or whether it just be a port. Um, but the one that I did play that a lot of folk hate that you can get for £2, it's like the last Wii game that you see brand new still sealed in places, like one ninety nine is Metroid Other M. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. This is the one folk hate. Now, you, you don't use the nunchuck, which is kind of weird because it's a third-person one that kind of, like, the screen turns and it goes to 2D and then you're exploring. Oh. It's kind of a weird mishmash between 2D Metroid... When you have to explore and look at things, though, you have to hold the B button and point the nun- the Wiimote at the screen and look up and down, and it goes into Metroid Prime controls. And then when you're running about, it's kind of weird because it's third person, but you only use the D-pad, so that's kind of weird. But I've been really fucking enjoying it. Like, I get why folk hate it, because it seems like, yeah, let's make every Metroid into one and just streamline the series and go forward from this, and everyone's like, no. We want 2D and 3D. We don't want it all together. But yeah, it's, it's pretty fun. Um, basically, Samus has ended up at a station. It's, it's added more to the story that folk hated as well. Like, she was part of the Federation, whatever it was. And um, uh, one of the guys there was your commanding officer when you left to become a bounty hunter. And he said, no bombs in the station. So instead of like being destroyed, like in Metroid Prime, your suit gets broken down and you have to mm-hmm. get new tech to build it up. In Metroid, he's like said, I've not authorized use for bombs. So you're working for the Galactic Federation or whatever it's called. And um, so that's kind of explaining story-wise why I can't use a bomb at the start. Do you know what I mean? Rather than being like, oh, I haven't found it yet. So I'm really enjoying it, but I get why folk hate it. You know, that way. Um, Other two is No More Heroes 1 and 2. Didn't play too much of them, but there's a third one coming out. And I really don't know if these two are going to get re-released because, like, the, the new game coming out as a third one. These were niche titles in the Wii. I know No More Heroes 2 came out in this PS3 as well, but not many folk know about it. They're quite, they're, it's quite fun. Um, not tried Pikmin 1 yet. Uh, but the one game that I did download, Crazy Andy, I don't know if you've ever played it. I downloaded the two of them, but I'm only played the first one. It's called Endless Ocean. I played the first one, yeah. I never played the second one. Right, this, this game is like the video game equivalent of being stoned, man. Like, it's so relaxing. Like, I played it and it's just literally a diving game. I'm swimming about to this like orchestra style music and yep. looking at it's fish and so rubbing, f- rubbing fish and touching fish and feeding the fish and then filling in, the taking photos of the fish and trying to fill an encyclopedia so that a dolphin can follow its way to its pack and stuff. Or pod, sorry. And like, doesn't that's it? And then sometimes you go back in the boat, like the girl there will be like, oh, I've got a friend for you and it's like, penguin and then you rub the penguin and the penguin likes you and you're like, cool let's dive somewhere else like so chill and like you, you point the remote at the screen wherever you point you swim you hold B to swim or you can push the minus button to like um, auto swim and like this has always ended up in like the top uh, hidden gems in the Wii I see why now this is fucking great but what I'm going to get into and I'm going to see if I'm at work tomorrow is I need to get a Wii zapper because I never get into this I've had a hankering to play like a point blank, Time Crisis style, House of the Dead style game. Now, I know I could use it without one, but you can't get these games anymore unless they come with like basically a Wii sensor because like they don't work in new TVs. Um, All the older ones only work on CRT monitors because of the Mm -hmm. way the screen works. So like if a newer one does come out, it has to come with its own adapter, which will be pricey. But 
on this, it's got a shitload. Like, it's, I think there was a Time Crisis, there was Ghost Squad, there's House of the Dead, the Resident Evil ones. I'm right in the mood to play one of those shooters, you know, just a simple arcade one, because, you know, it's like having a kid and having a job. It's like, I can hardly, like, fit time in to play, like, a fucking three-hour-long RPG. Don't get me wrong, I'm putting time into RPGs and stuff when I get to bed, but, like, when I get home from work, if I've got half an hour, if the wee one's down for a nap, I'm like, right, I'm just going to run up here. Mm. Nintendo's perfect for that. I was talking about that, like, Frog Hero, like, once the kids come along, you're actual hardcore proper into gaming. Um, like, it was fine for you, but then once you added the mix as well, your gaming got cut back too. But with the likes of Nintendo, a lot of their games and their style of games are to pick up and play for a bit and just have a laugh and then put down. You know? it's um, yep. that's, that's really the route that I'm... So, like, I'm picking up these games and it's like... Even the hardcore ones, like Metroid Prime, I can play a couple of bits in that and then set it down, and it's still going to be fun. Like, they're always fun. So Endless Ocean's one of those that you can literally, like, today, it felt like a Sunday off for me today. I don't know why. It was just a day when not much was going on. I had to go into O2 at one point in the town, but, like, I was playing Endless Ocean, just sitting in this chair, just going, ah, this is just relaxing. Like, watching one of those documentaries, like, Blue Planet, but obviously the graphics aren't as good, but, you know, that style of relaxing. Um, and it just it, that game made me just because I was looking at the Wiimote I'm like what a fucking genius controller this was right I know you're sick of seeing them from work and everything but see when you look at it it is it is a genius piece of equipment yeah. like it's, it's got it's a good controller man like for what it was it's got seven buttons on it and a d-pad and a b button underneath no wonder so many folk adopted it and folks still use it in like old people's homes and stuff like that because it looks like a tele remote like you, I get Tash to pick up the pro controller. She's gonna be like, oh, "I have no idea how to play this." Joy-Con even's a wee bit more complicated, but like the Wiimote itself, it's just so simplistic and just looks like a tele remote and fits with everything. So I was just, I was just adoring the Wiimote for whatever reason. But like, I just think it's just such a clever fucking piece of technology to design. Sorry, I'm just coming to that realization. Like, zone. I think because it's really versatile as well. Because you can turn it on its side and like use it like yeah. a NES controller as well. Like, well, it's the way control. it's the way the games were utilizing it. Hmm. Uh, other M that I was talking about I was playing it was like you hold it side on which is fair enough because most of it's 2.5D right but then it's like to recharge your rockets hold it straight up and hold an A, a button and she holds her gun up and goes hmm. like in No More Heroes it's quite funny you have to make a sort of um, self-pleasuring gesturing like a wanker gesture <laughs> to recharge and he sits his uh, lightsaber because the story in No More Heroes don't know if you know it he orders a lightsaber off eBay and then he gets put on the top 10 assassins list because he owns it mm. and he has to kill the rest of them before they kill him right so to recharge the lightsaber you shake the Wii controller like that and he puts the sword to his crotch and goes <laughs> when it's charged I'm almost sure there's a game and is it Wario oh, what is it WarioWare Wario or whatever it is yeah WarioWare you have to shake it like that and then it pops at the end and it's like hmm there's a new WarioWare game I might pick up for the 3DS that just came out though actually because I played oh, the yeah, demo like the that. Game, yeah. yeah, it looks really good. And again, this is another one. This probably won't come to the Switch, but why is it coming to 3DS? And I get it. Yeah. They want it to be 3DS. You'll get one game every time. Having a Switch, you'll go, why? And then once the 3DS is dead, oh, look at these games. Oh, we don't care anymore. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, if you've got a Wii and you've got me play games like Endless Ocean, visit. Especially for like £5, I've got the Wii THDMI adapter that I got off Amazon. It works a treat and makes it look far better. And see if you get rendered graphic, like anything that's rendered, nothing that's like procedurally generated because it still looks 
bad, but like anything that's rendered in game been rendered in an engine that can output. The Wii was held back a lot. I was watching this Metal Jesus talking about it as well. The Wii was held back a lot because of its hardware at the time. Yep. Um, so see if you get a means to project that. Like your your Wii to HDMI is your best option. It's better than component as well because it's putting it out to 1080, even though the Wii only goes up to 480. So anything rendered will look better. You know what I mean? Um, renders obviously anything that was made in the PC engine has to be downscaled. I mean, like trees and stuff that pop up in front of you, that's just how the, those things look. But like your skies, your backgrounds, because I watched a video on them um, outputting to 4K as well. It wasn't Metal Jesus this time, it was another guy who's playing old games in 4K. And some of them are just look superb. And it just shows you how much the Wii was just held back by its hardware limitations. So um, definitely recommend one of those adapters um, and definitely recommend looking into getting some of these classic games in the Wii. And I know it's crazy, like, we get switching that. But like I said, like there's not as many the Wii's got a very very diverse back catalogue from shovelware to good games and don't get me wrong there's enough good games on it that it outclasses the Switch it doesn't outclass it but like in comparison the games I'm not saying the Switch games are worse but I'm saying there's more of them on the Wii back catalogue do you know what I mean so I'm I'm at a stage where I don't really want to go back and play the 2D games at the moment because I'll just play them on my 3DS the Switch I'm still waiting on like Smash coming out like but like, I picked up Smash Brothers Brawl. I've got Smash in the 3DS. I won't play them once Ultimate Smash is out, but it's just me no. filling the time till Nintendo get me them. <laughs> um, but yeah, some of these games, like Xenoblade Chronicles, like stuff like that, well worth visiting again. And you can get a Wii now for less than a game. Like, you can get a Wii for 18 yeah, quid. You can get a Wii in, like, five or six games for, like, the price of one, like, one well, current priced game. <laughs> if you if you go into a second-hand shop with 40 quid, right? Which is the same as a brand new game. You can get a Wii, and like Andy said, like five games easily. Five of the best five games. Five good games, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I would highly. So you don't buy it. Mario Kart. <laughs> yeah, don't buy Mario Kart or Mario Galaxy or anything like that. But like, I mean, Donkey Kong Country Returns is good. Mad World is one I downloaded. Don't know if you ever played. It yeah. was like, oh, risky at the time. Metroid Prime Trilogy might set you back a bit more, but again, if you really want to play it, you can buy them separate as well, um, and that's you cheaper. Should, you should get Zack and Wiki. For me, it's difficult to get, but I'll need to buy it physical. It's, it's I just 50, tend to be getting digital games just now. 50p physical. But yeah, obviously, it's even if you buy a Wii, right? What what would you say is the top five games, right, for the Wii to, to pick up? Like, it doesn't have to be the best ones, but I would say Wii Sports, you definitely have to get that. Mm-hmm. Um, I would definitely say to pick up Mario Kart. Yep. I would say the Metroid Prime Trilogy. I would say Skyward Sword, because it's exclusive to the Wii. And yeah, I, I don't know, hard, so. but yeah, you know, what I mean, you can't get it in any other. Now, and I'd probably after Metroid Prime throw in like I don't know Mario Galaxy, even though I didn't like it. But Wii yeah, Sports I mean, is one that you should yeah. pick up. Wii Sports for sure for me, like Wii Sports, Mario Kart, uh, Zack and Wiki, uh, Trauma Center. Don't know if you ever played. Oh, that was quite good. Yeah, yeah, I tried that one. That was good. Like, those were fucking cool. Like, you pointed the, the Wiimote as, like, a knife, yeah. basically. And it was kind of like Surgeon Simulator, but, like, with actually intuitive controls instead of, like, making the controls difficult on purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, what other games did I really like on the Wii? Mario Galaxy, I, you liked. I mean, yeah, I did like Mario Galaxy. I really liked uh, Call of Duty. Uh, no, not Call of Duty. Medal of Honor, Heroes 2. Really that liked good? that. Yeah. It was really good, like a first-person shooter. Um, yeah. But obviously, like you controlled it using the, the pointer, like to aim huh. your gun, which it worked fucking really well. I played it online, like like 
loads back in the day. Obviously, the online won't work on it anymore, but. but the really one I'd really like to know more heroes is see when you get the Wiimote vibrates, and when you lift it up to your ear, obviously, it's when you point it up the way sound comes out the speaker as if you're answering mm-hmm. the phone, which is awesome. <laughs> You've got one You've more. I like those gimmicks. Uh, yeah, that was I was yeah. Right. P- Pikmin's are also good. They get re released in Pikmin mm-hmm. 1 and 2. Um, I've still not played Pikmin 1 before, so that'll be interesting. But yeah, man, like, even if you don't go by our recommendations, if you only have to buy one Wii game, I'd say Wii Sports and your Wii, and that'll be yeah. your hook. Oh, definitely. Uh, like, and even, like... even though it was a pack in demo disc and you probably will mm-hmm. pay £5 for it these days or about that, I it's would definitely say yeah, it's worth it 100%. You buy two Wiimotes and Wii Sports, you're going home and you've spent 30 quid and you've got fun for the rest of the night. Yep. Um, but yeah, like, outside of that, like, Zack and Wiki is probably like, my favourite game on the on the Wii U. I remember buying that like pretty much the day it came out. Like, And I feel that was at the same sort of time like there was something else was coming out, like PS3. And like everybody was like buying the PS3, PS3. and then like buying fucking Zack and Weekend. And like the guys are like, why are you buying this game? Why are you not buying a PS3? And I'm like, this game looks cool. And it's yeah, fucking amazing. It's probably the, the, the best use of like the Wiimote on the Wii. Like it's it's genius the way that they use the Wiimote. The Wii was like your main console for a good couple of years, wasn't it? Yeah, for probably two years. I mean, a year to two years it was my main console. I had a PS2 at the time as well. But, like, I was buying all the games that were coming out on the Wii. I had so many, it was ridiculous. Resident Evil 4 is my, my favourite version of Resident Evil 4 mm. on the Wii as well. Nice. Um, you can point the gun at the screen to shoot if you want to do it that way. Mm. So if you get, you know, the Wii handgun, not the full Nez zapper, the, mm. not the full Wii zapper, the handgun, um, use that to shoot. And then if you flick it, he flicks the knife. And I always say I remember playing the 360 version when it got mm. released in that. And I didn't like the fact that I had to hold down... L, the LB and hit A to stab it's like this is so inconvenient right. why can't I just yeah. flick <laughs> so yeah, yeah that's the best version they did a couple of House of the Dead games on the they on did the 2 and 3 and I Overkill I any good though 2 and 3 is the ones that everybody's seen in the arcade that's mm. the ones that's always if you think of House of the Dead that's that's the ones you're thinking of Overkill was exclusive to the Wii and it was done like a Grindhouse movie I remember it mm. and that's what I want to pick up again and again see just now you could probably buy all of these for like less than a tenner do you know what I mean? Like, a couple of quid here and then. If you want any excessive, you want to go home and you want to buy, like, I'm not trying to do a sales pitch for anything here. I'm just talking about the Wii in general because I was watching a video, like, is it worth buying in 2018? The answer's yes. If you don't want to spend money, if you want to go out and buy a console and you don't want to buy an Xbox One, which games are going to cost 40 quid, or PS4, 40 quid, or a Wii, a Switch, sorry, they're 50, 40 quid, pick up a Wii Man for 30 quid. I'd say just now it's at the right time I don't think this console will ever become fully retro, like apart from special editions of it, because there's so many out in the wild. Yeah, it's uh, kind of the same as like the PS2. Like the games yeah. and the consoles are so so common because they sold so many copies. Yeah. So uh, unless it's a special edition, like yeah. the pink pink PS2 is a bit dearer. The blue one's a bit dearer. It'll be the same for the Wii. Like the light blue one is a bit dearer, and the mini Wii's harder to get because no one wanted it because no internet functionality and. Yeah. Something else with it. Didn't play, could, didn't play GameCube games. Didn't play GameCube, but then again, the V2, which was like the blue and the mm. not the black first run, but like there's certain versions of the Wii. Like basically, you want it to play GameCube games as well because oh, yeah. there's four four hundred odd games in the GameCube alone. So yeah, GameCube games, games aren't as well. frequent as the Wii games though, because a lot of collectors and gamers still love the GameCube. Mm-hmm. But yeah, sorry, I just felt like having some Wii love there because like. It does get overlooked because there's so many of them. Like, oh. but if you've not got one, 
or you've not got a console, just go and buy a Wii just now. 30 quid, man, and you can get a Wii, another controller, and like a bunch of games that you love. Sonic Col- Yeah, that's a good game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Mario Brothers All-Stars is good as well, because that's my favourite versions, the ones from the yeah. All-Stars game in the SNES, which isn't yeah. released as much. And do you not remember I went back and played this version, I was like, shit, that was the first video game I played. Like, Mario in this style, but because every release usually the SNES version, the normal yeah. version, or the NES version, sorry, I, I couldn't I couldn't think. I always said Sonic, but then I realised that my, my life's been a lie. Super Mario Bros. All Stars was the, <laughs> the first video game I remember properly playing and being obsessed with at my mum's friend's kid's house. And did I ever tell you she was going to buy that SNES for me? But then wait, I know she realised how addicted I was to it because I didn't eat lunch or dinner or anything because we were at my mum's, we were at Centre Park staying and her house was halfway down. Pat, my mum's friend's called, and she was wanting rid of the SNES, and because I sat there literally for hours and hours and hours from, say, 12 o'clock to 5 o'clock playing Mario Brothers, she didn't buy it, and the next year I got a massive system. <laughs> True story. Your life would I'm glad so she did. If you'd, if you'd only imagine, a little bit. <laughs> imagine how different my life would have been if I had been a Nintendo kid. <laughs> That'd be funny. I wouldn't have liked me as much. I wouldn't have had my act that I got from Sonic. <laughs> you but yeah it's crazy gotta go faster but yeah no the Wii, the Wii's like it's still a good one so I don't care what I said man it's, if you're going to play it though I would definitely recommend getting the HDMI and if not make sure yours has got a scar plug because it's going to look horrible otherwise but if you're playing in anything like above like a 1080p like if you're playing like 780 you might get away with it but in 1080p or 4k you definitely need this HDMI adapter mm, yeah. to make it look um, right, so uh, that's about it. Like, apart from playing all my Wii games and stuff and Metroid, I did play a game that I bought on the Wii when it came out. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I got it in the PS2. Mm-hmm. Didn't like it in the PS2 as much because there was no motion control part to it, but we'll get to that. And then I stayed away from buying it on. No, I did buy it in the PS3. Didn't play it though, I bought it. And then PS4 and Xbox One, I didn't buy the remaster. However, it's now on the perfect system, and this game is Okami. Now, Okami is the game that's heavily inspired by Zelda, but focuses more on hack and slash uh, mechanics rather than what well, Zelda does of hack and slash. I don't know, it's very Zelda like. You basically play a god wolf. Yeah. You play a god wolf with annoying. for 20 minutes. That was so you annoying. You can skip that though. Like I didn't realise this. Skip it eventually. I had to, and I'm not joking, when it came out, Andy, thought, I'll play a few hours of this before I go to bed. Mm-hmm. See, ten minutes into that, mm-hmm. I put it into sleep and sat it down <laughs> and started it the next night. Yeah. And then listened to the rest of the... <laughs> Get, because basically all you're getting told is, you used to be that statue, go and kill the dragon again. That's all it's saying. So... If you, if you do want to skip the cutscenes in this game, by the way, for anyone that's listening that wants to yeah. play Okami, uh, press the plus button and then press the plus button again and it'll skip the cutscene. It cutscene? is a long intro cutscene, one of the longest in any long. game. Um, so yeah, you play it's as a wolf. It's so tedious, like, it's because it shows you like just a static image and it's got all this text and all the text and all the yeah. text and then another static image and all the text and like it is, it's fluff. Like, you don't need to really know that. Especially if you've played the game before, you don't fucking need to know any of that shit. Yeah. And even if you haven't, you're a wolf that fights dragons, save the village. Yep. That's it. <laughs> so, basically, um, I haven't played it on screen, so I can't comment on it on the dock. 
but mm. this game looks fucking beautiful like absolutely lovely it's like a living Japanese painting that's what it was designed as but I really hope this is the last port of it they need to do a Kami 2 man like I have finished this game on the Wii so it has been long enough maybe 10 years now since I've completed it but um, I've maybe got three paint styles now what I've found in this version, right, I've tried the motion controls of the paint and with the Joy-Con pointed. For some reason, I felt the Wii, the Wiimote was better at it than the Joy-Cons right. are. It might be because it's a bit more accurate and my hands aren't as steady as I'd like them to be, do you know what I mean? But on the Wii, it just seemed a lot easier. Um, this feels a wee bit more like, you know when you can slow down cursor speed and aiming and stuff? This feels like a sped up version of what I remember, so I've tended to just... Um, use the buttons and the joy the joystick on the Joy-Con to control it. Mm. Um, this is the other game I was talking about where I was playing halfway through and I'm like, the controls in this are fucking great. Really good, man. Save points aren't so good and I know fast travel does happen, but as far as I remember, it's in the last like third of the game. like So it's late on that fast travel happens. Um, I'm not out the first village really yet. I've just done the fucking digging up the carrots mission. That took me a night and I'm like, because the wee woman chases you and you have to get 10 carrots. Like, it's basically, do, like, 10 side quests and then you can move on. Say 10's a bit much, but you know what I mean? And I'm about to go up the hill. I've just slashed the rock after getting the drunk guy up. And that's that took so long as well because I was playing in bed half-tired. But as far as I'm concerned, this is the best version of Okami and it looks lovely. What about you, Andy? What are you thinking so far? So, it actually came out on PS2 first. Which Did it? I didn't, yeah, I didn't realize. I that. must have had it on PS2 first, but then like the yeah, I I must have been the same because like I remember getting it on like on both, like at some point because I, I had it like the same as you like on PS2. I had it on Wii. I definitely played it more on the Wii. Um, yeah. And I had it on I had the HD one on the PS3 as well. And like yeah, I never bothered with it on like on PS4 or uh, or uh, Xbox or anything. The uh, but yeah, so I was kind of excited to play this game and I bought it like. The day, the day it came out because I know I knew you like pre-ordered it. Yeah, I used the my Nintendo points that were running out yeah. to buy. I basically got free. Yeah, so like it's like fifteen quid or something like that on the Switch. Um, mm. So I was again, I was like you as well. Like went through a bit of that fucking intro and went no, like I, I'm too tired to like even look mm-hmm. at this right now. Like I just wanted to jump in and like run about yeah. and hit some stuff, slash and, like, things, yeah. some things, slash things, and like. Yeah, I wasn't getting that from the game immediately. I forgot about the fucking ridiculous long story. Because I'm sure, like, what I did in the PS3 is like, I, oh, cool, Kami, I love that game, and then when jumped, like, did that same thing. Like, by the time you got through all that, I'm like, oh my god, I'm so bored. Um, yeah. But yeah, 2007 it came out in Europe on PS2, and then 2008 on the Wii. Yeah, I played it more in the Wii. Definitely. Thank you. Hmm. Do you know, it's interesting, the Wii port was done by uh, a company called Ready at Dawn. Ah. Uh-huh. Right? And that's the company that uh, did the portable versions of uh, portable version of God of War. So, mm. like, Chains of Olympus and Ghost of Sparta. But they also made the Order 1886. <laughs> wow. Like, so that's, that's the same, same. But they obviously, they were a porthouse back then. Um, the wolf could be seen as a, a wolf version of Kratos with tattoos. Kind of ish, I suppose, but uh, not new chaos from the new God yeah. of War. But... I mean, they didn't. They didn't obviously do the, the original like version. It was Capcom. Yeah, Capcom. I think. Um, the reason that I bought this game though is because I want. 
I want fucking Zack and Wiki on the Switch. So I think that if I, if I buy Okami, there's <laughs> more of a chance of Zack and Wiki coming. But anyway, like, I did like Okami and like, I was looking forward to playing it, especially after you were talking about it and like, telling me about the different like mechanics and stuff that yeah. are, they're putting into the Switch version. But from actually playing it, I don't like this game on the Switch at all. <laughs> no! <laughs> like, uh, I, I, like, playing it, like, you've I had to jump into the options to like change some of the options around because the camera uh, settings I did the same. The camera settings are just wrong. You need to invert like, them both. You need to invert them both, yeah, which is weird because like I never invert the camera ever in games. So like the way it is set up originally is inverted. It is up, right is left. <laughs> yeah, so it is inverted and you have to like basically uninvert it by inverting it. So mm-hmm. like if you want a normal con- camera control you need to invert it. The ca- the camera is also really slow. Slow as like, fuck slow as hell um, so it just feels like a PS2 game to me playing it um, I also did not like the uh, the HD rumble from the Switch at all I enjoyed I it that. I think it's That's... one of the best features see especially when the the eruption happens and all the fires coming really well utilised the best since one two Switch which <laughs> we've, we've never like that was a demo disc that was terrible as you know mm-hmm. I don't know if you played one two Switch yep I have one two Switch right. So, you know, when you're like balancing it, you can feel the ball moving about and everything. Why have they never utilized that a year on in any game of any sort? Like, it's just stronger vibration. Because people people played. Uh, oh, they, no, they have used it, to be fair to them. Um, it's because people played 1 2 Switch and they're like, they were like, this is shit. Like, we don't care about this. Uh, they have used it quite significantly in the uh, in Labo. Labo uses the vibration a lot. Like, that's like, there's like a. Sort of, oh well, to move the stuff and things. Yeah, the caterpillar thing, like you move that by vibrating the controllers, like that. That's how it works. So they've used it, the vibrations in in that a lot. Um, but yeah, for for this one, I didn't like the HD rumble at all. I, I thought it was way overused. Um, I, I actually I can't remember if I turned the rumble off, but I've definitely I definitely put it back to like original, uh, and it it feels better like playing it original. Doesn't original feel like, rumble. Yeah, it doesn't feel quite as like. Yeah, time. I had to um, I had to turn it off actually because I play this. And it was like, yeah, it's just annoying. Phone going off. The, yeah, uh, I don't like how it how it rumbles when you're in the water. Like, why does it do that? Um, I also changed about the the visual settings because it's like you can put it as like light filter or heavy filter right. or like normal. And I'm like, like the when I when I put the game up, I'm like, this looks shit. Like, why does it look so bad and bloody? Um, and I'm like, okay, I changed the filter. Like, tried it on heavy no it looks worse tried it on light okay it looks a little bit better but still looks I think it looks really bloody like, I don't I think, think it's so just, uh, it's so bloody like, I think it's part of it's because of the art style yeah um, that's that's why I think it's a bit like Xenoblade same like on the Switch looks really yeah. bloody but see when you zoom into the character smooth anime mm. I think it looks fine in the cutscenes and, and, and that but like when you're actually like playing the game like especially the main character and like some not all of the the backgrounds like the uh the trees and stuff like that they look fine they're totally sharp and focused but like uh like play, play, what's his, what's his name Amaterasu or whatever his name is the wolf um, his name's Okami his name's Okami yeah. but he looks really bloody because he's got like two outlines of him kicking about oh, f- fuck yeah the yeah. cell shaded like it's meant to look like a painting yeah I mean like the gameplay and stuff like that is is fine and like the the hack and flash like fighting bit of it works totally fine um, I find that the uh, I don't like the way that the brush controls though which is what I was looking forward to, to using in it I think it's too sensitive slow. not oh. too sensitive I think it's too slow to use like because it wants you to like the, the 
like I've only played it in handheld, right? So, uh, I haven't tried it using like the the Joy-Con as like a Wiimote type thing, because I might I might enjoy that better. But uh, like playing it purely in handheld with the Joy Cons attached, um, you can either like hold down like the R button and that puts you into like draw mode, and then you use like the Y button to like draw a line in the uh, obviously the left analog stick, um, or you can like use the touch screen. So like, you can just press on the touch screen oh, for a I second. Didn't really do that. That, yeah, so like you press on the touch screen for a second, and that will bring up the brush, and then you can like drag across. But I think it's too slow doing that, especially like because you can use it in fighting. Um, but yeah. because because you're fast and fluid, it's kind of difficult to like be controlling the camera and like fighting and fighting, and then to like move your thumb over to like a part of the screen to like drag a line across somebody. Because a lot of times, yeah. like, like see where you were right from, you can't reach over to like near the left. And same way, like, your left thumb, you can't reach over to the other right, so you can only reach, like, a bit of the screen. So, I don't really like doing that, so... That 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 annoyed me. Um, but, yeah, it just, felt, it just feels really old. <laughs> so, I'm like, oh, this game feels really dated. I mean, it is. It's a fucking, like, 11-year-old game, so it is an old game. It, but it just... Do you not think it's about time for a cami... Yeah, I mean, they did that, what, Okami Den on the On the, on DS. the DS, yeah, but yeah. it was like a prequel-style kid version yeah. of Akami, almost. I would like a new, like, a newer game with, like, that felt a bit more up-to-date and yeah. didn't feel so old. But yeah, I don't know if I'll play this again, to be honest. Oh, two contrasting <laughs> views on it. I'm... Very contrasting views, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, that's, that's like, all I... The review. Yeah, I'll try it with the the uh, the motion control like pointing, um, to see to see if I enjoy it more that way because I might like really like it that way. I don't know. I would recommend doing that on screen, though. Hmm. really well, like on the actual thing. Yeah. On a handheld, but. But yeah, if if you've never played it before, then like it might be one to give it a miss. Because I don't know that like a new audience is going to see this and go, "Oh, holy shit, this is brilliant." Yeah. Same could be said for Kingdom Hearts. That's true, yeah, and like I haven't played the HD versions of the game yet, so we'll see. Cool. So we'll finish up there. Stay tuned to allgames.com and at just over half an hour you've got the B team which are selling the guys. Mm-hmm. But for myself and Andy, stay oh, stay tuned. Tune in again next week, same time. I also get some of our older episodes on iTunes. Um same time, same place next week. Roughly same time, same place. On allgames.com. Thank you all. Peace out.